Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie Flucloxus Cillin Bellacock. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Sam Doxycycline Burns. And Ellie Moxie Loxy Cloxy Deloxy <laughs> Loxy Plops. Uh, <laughs> what illness does that treat? Please tell me. Uh, d- d- I'm demanding that you make up an illness it treats. That's it, what I want. Uh, well, it's embarrassing to talk about, but you know, if your elephant has it, they, you should get them to see a vet immediately. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With some Cloxy Pops. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, hello, I guess he's on antibiotics. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Where did you get your inspiration? Oh, DM. <laughs> oh. Yeah, please don't worry, he is okay. I'm fine. <laughs> it's nothing serious. Nothing it's serious. just nothing funny. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, fun, fun, annoying things about. Um, uh, and one of the more annoying things about flucloxacillin is that you've got to take it on an empty stomach, which means uh, there's like uh, one, and you, and you take it about once every four hours, and you have to take it at least. Two hours after eating and one hour before eating. So you've got a really specific time slot. Needless to say, um, Jason is deciding when dinner is right now. (laughs) Because he has to do maths to figure out when that is. Uh, Why must you add mathematics to mealtimes like this? Speaking of, uh, of making a meal of mathematics, it's time for us to uh, make uh, to put, put together the complex computations and uh, forecast into the future and demand of future us what messages from the present. It's Future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. We are an affiliate of dnddice.com, makers of beautiful specialty dice since 2010. Whether you need dice because you're masquerading as a vampire, calling Cthulhu, or are some sort of pathfinder gathering the magic munchkins, you can click through our affiliate link in the description and grab yourself or a friend some particularly sexy dice or a particularly sexy leather dice bag. We are also an affiliate of Zavi, fine producers of nerdy garments and handy household items. Remember, you can click through the affiliate link in the description and use code FLINTLOCKS20 to take 20% off clothing and FLINTLOCKS10 to take 10% off not clothing. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. Two pigeons in the tree. They're oh. either having a standoff or about to fuck. Or <laughs> having a fight. I can't tell which. It's very intense up there, though. Mm. <laughs> Those are the states of being a pigeon. There are no they're other just options. looking very intensely at each other and I wonder what they're about to do. But uh. They're just sort of staying there right now. They're not really moving on from that. One of them's sort of slowly flapping its wings open and shut a bit. If you speak pigeon and you know what this means, um, write in and tell us. Marjorie, and what I don't are you mean tweeters, I mean write, write to me physically. Um, via messenger via pigeon. Yeah, it's got to be a carrier pigeon, yeah. otherwise what are you doing? Or I guess Answers on a postcard me. delivered uh, by carrier yeah. pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
And on that well, cheerful note... Maybe it's a fight. It might be a fight. Fight, 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 fight. No, fight, stopped no. again. I don't know what we're well, not very interested today, are we? It's time to begin. <laughs> You've been listening to Pigeon Facts. <laughs> we haven't recorded for a few weeks, it shows. <laughs> Flintlocks and fireballs. <laughs> Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Farboards, the party are somewhere. <laughs> they, uh, following a magical accident uh, in an attempt to uh, to hide away a piece of the world uh, and steal a mansion, the party have become trapped in a curious place outside of the known world. Uh, following a series of strange paths out from the stolen Wayne Manor uh, into a seemingly black and endless void, the party have now visited a number of curious hidden worlds. As In addition to finding a hidden grove filled with moths and the ghost of Mothman, um, the party have also found a strange, uh, uh, the strange query paradise Hmm. of the city of Golden Law, and have now uh, proceeded along a spiderweb-like path made of stretched out woven steel that has led to mysterious but very active steelworks seemingly crewed by a motley collection of races and also apparently some literal demons they've made their way to the broken bazaar staffed again by a motley collection of peoples and quite a large number of uh, quite a number of tieflings uh, of lineages thus uh, thus far not seen They've learned that the dominant figure within the Broken Bazaar is uh, a apparently a mortal human known as the Broker, and is also the person who ha- uh, who has acquired the totem that they need to restore the mansion's connection to the world uh, to the regular world of Calcinia and escape from this treacherous uh, void realm. Unfortunately, it's not as straightforward as going and asking for it back. To begin with, amidst the five realms that seem to be connected through the Broken Bazaar, access to those realms Simply being able to access those hidden uh, worlds is itself a secret that one must acquire, trade for, or wrest control of in some way. And the most exclusive of these worlds, apparently literally called Paradise, is where the Broker resides. However, the party have received some tip-offs 
about uh, one demonic figure by the name of Gandor the Gob, who at some point in the next couple of hours is due to visit Paradise and has no less an invitation to come and speak with the broker. How the party are going to get that invitation, get into Paradise, or even find the way, remains to be seen. You are, I believe, uh, currently having, uh, uh, currently, leaning on, uh, on on a street corner in the ramshackle um, in the ramshackle constructions of the bazaar seemingly put together from flotsam jetsam and scrap metal from all of these different places hanging suspended in the eternal abyss and trying to work out your next move uh. so says victory it seems to me that we've basically either got to talk our way through this, sneak our way through this, or fight our way through this. I mean, or bribe him with yeah. another woman to eat whole. I don't. Uh, no, that's not an option. Um, we don't have any women to give him to eat whole. No, that's well, not an option. Uh, that we shouldn't be giving. People should not be eating other people whole. Well, you know, we could get her out after. I don't know. <laughs> I question I, your I understanding of digestion. <laughs> yeah, that's a... That might be a problem. Like a word, you does in fairy tales. <laughs> Is there a friendly woodcutter with a big axe around who can cut him open afterwards? And... You do well, see a cheerful-looking fellow with a huge axe, but the, the <laughs> fellow in question is also also has red kind of chitinous uh, skin, and the axe seems more of the cut-your-head-off variety than the chopping wood. What if we type. went to the butchers and we made him a fake woman out of meat stuffs? I think we may have used enough making spells today. <laughs> Let's not make a woman out of meat. Meat stuffs. Okay, meat stuffs specifically. Corzin, so like, have you got any suggestions, please? Aside from well, sausage woman. Well, yeah, the, the, um, the, the reason I suggested sausages earlier was just because that's one thing we can be almost certain that um, he will never have had before, and maybe the novelty will be appealing. Oh, you were suggesting oh, yeah. giving him a wiener, weren't you? Yeah, I forgot oh, about yeah. that. That was hilarious. We should do um, that. I mean, I don't think that'll be enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. But, but it might um... be a conversation starter. Are you sure he wouldn't give up his once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> item for a Celestia sizzle? Uh... <laughs> and actually, Saran had the last Celestia sizzle. Uh... It'll be a scamp or whatever, which isn't quite as good. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> um, we can't fight. Our way into paradise. Are we agreed on that? Oh, fuck no. Did you hear about all that shit? Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, Although, the fact that we know about that means that at least um, we're forewarned if anything goes sideways. Yep. Yeah, no, yep. we, we, we will all die. Yeah, we know now that sideways. we need to leave. If we go. <laughs> yes, run is um, the strategy. Come back the next day. No surprise fighting allowed from anyone. I accidentally look at Corzin. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? I mean, just sometimes when it's like obviously we're outnumbered and everything's wrong and we're all going to die, you're like, ah, fight to the death. 
like exactly like that. I mean, <laughs> you've been better about it recently. You have. To be fair, I'll give you that. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm that sorry. Was... Uh, that was unfair. So we could also just cast a spell on him and make him give it to us. Yeah. Or we could just see if there's something he wants for it, or if there's some way yeah, you can take us with. He wants. Yeah, I mean, we've, all, we've already done a reasonably good um, uh, trade today. Maybe there is something that he wants that we uh, have the ability to give him. Yeah. One of the big things that occurs to me, like we were saying earlier, is we have access to information given yeah. the right opportunity that yeah. maybe would be of use to him. That we do. Is it worth, before we even find we do anything, getting something in the way of information? Um, well, we don't know what he wants yet, darling. Well, we know stuff that would be valuable. Any information about the broker is valuable. The true name of the broker would seem to be uh, something that would be incredibly valuable around here, but I don't know that he specifically would want it. Yeah. What about, was it how the broker got here was something that people didn't know either? Was that a thing? Well, if the broker's human, then it means that presumably he came here from somewhere else at some point. We don't know that the broker is human, do we? I think someone said that. Uh, Arturo's uh, Arturo ga- gave you the information that, to the best of his knowledge, the broker isn't uh, lineal. It isn't of oh, tiefling yeah. lineage. No, sorry, it does, it does say here. I've got yeah. all I have is his pronouns <coughs> and he's human. <laughs> all that we know about him. Yeah. Um. So I guess any information about the broker's origin. Yeah. Or real name is valuable. Um, Not necessarily to this person, but it would be useful to have going in. Do you think the broker's stunk? I don't know. But like that occurs to me as a trade. We could tell him a way out. It's possible. Although, given what Arturo was saying, it, it sounded a bit more like... Um, maybe they might have been stuck initially, but then... Having risen to the uh, the top of the heap, as it were, that's a that's almost as much a compelling reason to stay after a while. Yeah. Also, someone who can rise to the top here may be not someone we just want to put back in our world. Oh no, totally. There are flaws in that plan. We've uh, I mean, uh, we've unleashed went... a lot of other things that maybe we shouldn't have in the past. It went yeah. so well with the Sun Eater cult. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Unleash a, a weird god once and fool on you or something. What's the saying there? We've done it twice. It's a bad thing. We shouldn't do it three times. We're stupid. <laughs> we are stupid. Yes. <laughs> Not oh. you, Jeffrey. You're a genius. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Don't you put yourself down. Jeffrey gestures in, in Celestia's general direction. <laughs> what oh. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I, yeah. I'll I know. sit on you, you little shit. <laughs> Fucking will you watch me? I mean, you don't want to know what, no, that would be, it would end badly for everyone involved. <laughs> Marjorie, what should we do then? Do we want to give us some information? <laughs> I message Jeffrey. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do you get anything back from you Jeffrey? Get back from Jeffrey. <laughs> Put a finger on that. Jeffrey. I don't know if that's supposed back. to be able to happen. I mean, Jeffrey can respond, but in the inside, like in the brain, 
Like with oh, the... it's a regular message. So he, he responds out loud. You all hear ah. him go. Ah! <laughs> and, and Max Celestia is flipping I the word. I worry about where Jeffrey's going to end up. Scab doesn't, but I worry. I'm sorry, please continue then. What, what, what are you actually what, saying? What are we doing? Do we want to try and get some information first? I don't think we should get random information that he might not want, especially no. if we're using the eye for it. We don't have that many times, you know? But if we go and see him, that might be it. That might be We might be out of time to do it. We don't want to do it. Anywhere that anyone's going to see or have any questions about where we got the information. Speaking of time, uh, as one of your candles burns out and oh. you place it, uh, you, it is about eight o'clock in the evening in uh, Newmark time on the 26th of Falling Leaves. Okay. Mm-hmm. At some think. point we'll need to sleep, but we, we know it's only going to be a few hours before he goes. Don't we? Is that a th- it was soon, wasn't it? Yeah, Gandor. Yes, Gandor, you know, is currently hanging around, uh, drinking. Uh, as from what you can tell, uh, the, the, uh, from Arturo's information, is hanging out basically at an eatery slash uh, bar, uh, and is busy drinking, uh, eating, and gambling right now. Okay. So while we know where the person is, we should do something. Yeah. We shouldn't. They're hang probably that they, they they Arturo, I believe, thought reckoned they were probably likely to be there for for the next for the next hour, but sometime after that, we'll we'll need to make their way on to paradise. Okay, so we haven't got long. We don't. Um, we do have three scribes, but I'd rather not use them all. In no. case the broker wants something that we can yeah. get for a scry. To be honest, that's true. That's very true. So we should at least go to where we think they are, just to make sure that they are actually there. Yeah, that's such a good point. We're trusting the information's correct a bit, aren't we? Well, that's easy enough to do. Well, if they're there and they don't look like they're imminently about to leave, that gives us options. Yeah. You pick yourselves up off the wall and follow Arturo's directions. Uh... A couple of uh, rickety walkways away, you see there is what kind of looks like if you made a slightly drooping net or spider or web out of linked chains and then plastered the interior, uh, like uh, sections of it, with uh, a combination of cut hardwoods and iron plating, slightly rusting iron plating. Um, and then put a wide collection uh, of mismatched uh, chairs t- and tables there and decided to call it a bar. Uh, little goblins in, uh, in mismatched clothing are running around serving drinks, pouring out uh, some sort of... Uh, chiefly something that kind of smells like... Uh, beer, but also has quite like a very bitter beer of that with a strangely herby smell to it. Um, and which the various uh, mortal or infernal denizens are drinking. There are there is a lot of uh, fish here, uh, huge roasted fish that are just uh, like you can see in some places. There's just like a a, like. 
basically the equivalent of a tuna. I say the equivalent because it doesn't quite look like any fish you recognize, Corzo. Okay. Um, speared, roasted, and then just stuck on the bar and people like taking bits off it with knives and forks and eating. Oh, it's, right. so it had been rotisseried or something. Yeah. It's pretty easy to tell where Gandor the Gob is um, because he's the biggest guy in the bar. Right. <laughs> 15 feet tall. Oh. This That's figure quite a lot of with, feet. This figure has is has broadly toad-like features, a wide mouth that stretches almost the entirety across his oversized head, bulging eyes that glow orange, and pebble-like coal-black skin specked with bright red. Mm. You can see that he uh, that apart. He wears a thick late apron of grey leather over a huge bare belly and matching trousers of charcoal cloth. He is uh, he is halfway through one of these tuna-like uh, fish uh, himself, and you can see the bones of something that actually looks a bit more like a cross between, like... Uh, cause him, roll a nature check. Okay. <laughs> That is a, a fourteen. It's hard to tell what what this looked like um, before it was roasted and then eaten. But just from the shape of the bones, it looks like uh, he's already made his way through something that is a cross between a crocodile and a dolphin. Okay. <laughs> um, so this guy eats a lot, and you see him ripping chunks of tuna, uh, of roasted tuna-like flesh, dipping them into as far as you can tell, like a sort of chili pepperish type hot sauce. Hmm. And then just like uh, and just like, uh, yeah, pretty much just chomping down on them, licking his fingers, drinking from the big thing of, uh, uh, of this strange um, like herby black uh, uh uh, uh, beer and um, is busy watching uh, what appears to be a pair of uh, well a pair of small figures one is definitely a goblin um, mm-hmm. with sort of uh, reddish uh, reddish skin and white sort of markings uh, painted on his forearms what they kind of look like tattoos uh, and a fuck ton of scars uh, engaged in, as far as you can tell, a knife fight uh, oh. with a shorter figure, again, broadly humanoid, but this one with bright red skin, little horns, uh, and, a, 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 and a long monkey-like tail with a stinger on the end. Oh. Is, uh, hang on, is that an imp? Um, it sort of, it does resemble, like, pictures you've seen in, like, you know, in, like, you know, like, in Regent School, uh, yeah. when you were little, but the, the, like, it's kind, like, it, it's furrier rather than scale, it's, it, it's, it's got okay. furry tufts as well as scaly bits, um, but yeah, it, it does appear to be imp-like. This, this imp is not winged, um, okay. Uh, but it is uh, 
but there is an interesting. Uh, but they do they do seem to be doing a, a fight in which the imp is trying to like grapple uh, with his hands and also sting with his tail, uh, while the goblin is like uh, is fighting. Uh, with a mixture of grappling and stabbing and slashing. Uh, and people all around the bar are just, like, uh, throwing bets on this, either uh, tossing, like, uh, these little ring, uh, uh, like, steel coins with holes in the middle uh, into a pot, or, like, uh, writing some little, little scraps of paper um, and throwing them into the pot. Uh, yeah, or just he was making... a gambler. Yeah, and yeah there's, there, it seems to be that this is the, this is the bar's entertainment. Hey, there's a right. whole thing about this person liking to bet on fights. Oh, okay. we were thinking about getting caused to fight. I mean, we weren't, but we were, but we, we weren't. Were a it's a town, we might be a little bit. We don't want. Would this con- <laughs> uh, constitute an unexpected fight if I was um, uh, to submit myself as a candidate here? <laughs> I mean, not to the. Don't, don't go fight the, those two, but we should. I mean, maybe having you do a fight might be a good way again. There's a cheer as the uh, goblin manages to get a deeper slash in and some like black blood sprays out from, the, uh, from the imp. Ow. Uh, I mean, Cosa, do you want to do a fight? Um. Well, if it's what you uh, uh, would um, respond favourably to, I, I think I could um, uh probably draw on my uh, experience of uh, bar fights I've been in, but uh, for now, I, I want to see, is, is, actually, this is a point, is is the giant himself actually betting on uh, on this fight, or is he just still stuffing his face? Uh, he's stuffing his face, he's like looking up periodically, like he's got his attention, but roll right. an insight check. Okay. Mm. Okay, that is a 16. Yeah, like, from gamblers you've seen before, he seems to be, like, paying attention. He probably put some money down earlier, but he's not, like, you know, this is this is small potatoes for him. So, like, right. in the way that you, like, like, you put a flutter on a horse uh, on a horse race and maybe yeah. can't, like, you see just on the off chance the favourite gets it. But he's I not, like, the... dying. No. Nah. Yeah. I turn to the others and say, well, if nothing else, this might actually be... A conversation starter with him. I would say with that insight check though, you do notice Gandor himself, as he's licking his fingers from up with hot sauce, does have scars on his knuckles. Yeah, you might end up having to Bare fight fist him. boxer. Oh You do <laughs> not want to bare fist box the fifteen, 15 foot, foot tall, tall man. toad man. <laughs> I mean... He's five of you. <laughs> Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm very much aware of that. I mean, if he swallowed you whole, I genuinely think we might be able to cut you out because he won't have to chew. <laughs> I. Well, yes, that's. Um, th- there's a reason why I uh, uh, keep a sax in my boot. I can never look in his head and see if it's... he's thinking anything helpful. Is that why you keep a sax in your boot? Like for that specific well... scenario, in case someone well, swallows well, you whole. <laughs> Is when you're a halfling like and you're a, a sailor... Is this what you're thinking oh, yeah, about? Yeah, I mean, yeah, fine. Well, I mean, it's just an edge there. case, but, you know, when it comes up... If you're small but, enough, you just sit there thinking, oh, Regent, what am I What am I going to do if someone swallows me? Is that is that what you're thinking about like, all the time because you're so I mean, small? Huh? Not all the time, but it is a, uh, a factor that you have to consider when you are small enough that some things can swallow you whole. Wow. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure stuff has hasn't it to a degree. But or you've a been decent like... sized shark could take uh, 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 take uh, somebody out, or um, like I, uh, you know, you hear stories about people being swallowed whole by whales, but most of them are filter feeders, so I, I don't really see how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are there are creatures out there that that have the ability to uh, swallow you whole. So you you know, there's if a song you're in that in, in a the... situation where yeah. you might <laughs> about all the different creatures that can swallow you whole. Let's do write some notes down. Swallowing <laughs> 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 song. <laughs> okay, no, that that sounds like something else. What scam? Um, like if you're really hungry. Yes. Let's exactly. talk to a giant. <laughs> Um, what do we, what ah! do we say to him? We're not prepared. We're not prepared. What do we want? I'm, can I try and look in his head and see what he's thinking? Yeah, go on. Yeah. If, I mean, if you I can do, and I it's do not the a... thing. <laughs> I put my hand to my temple. Hand to your temple? Just, I have a listen. Alright. What is Gandalf thinking about right now? Like, <laughs> Probably food, I imagine. Um, so, Gandalf... Uh, as you focus in, you see the uh, the imp uh, manages, uh, like scrambling back, manages to finally get a, a land a blow with the uh, uh, with the um, with with his stinger, catching the um, catching the goblin uh, in like in the leg through the uh, through his leather trousers. The goblin immediately flops to the ground and starts struggling, unable to move his leg. Uh, the uh, the chart uh, the crowd rears uh, like starts cheering. Yeah, 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 go, go. You hear Gandalf think, "Yeah, he's faking." <laughs> no, it takes all of that to go down. Yeah, here you go. Uh, the imp you see go, uh, uh, lunges forwards for uh, uh, for, uh, for the strike, and the goblin. His leg suddenly tenses and he spins round and clocks the imp across the temple with the, wow. uh, uh, with the hilt of the, uh, of the blade. Oh, okay, he saw that coming. He knows his shit about imp fighting. Goes straight down. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Well, that's that's drink sorted. That's, well, that's my bar tab paid off. Oh, well, he won. So he's good at predicting <sighs> fights. Yep. Okay. Got experience, all right. Good to know. Nothing interesting. All amateur hour here. Oh. Should probably get some dessert in before I make my way off. Don't want the broker to. Don't want to keep broker waiting. Okay, he's bored. He's bored of watching the ashes. Okay, so we could be entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he wants pudding, but I don't think that's something that he's going to get from us. I think he's just getting pudding. I mean, I've got my bowl with me. I can make him some pudding. Ooh. True. He puts up a hand, you and you hit you. You just he thinks what he says like, and it says, "Oi, give me something sweet." Um, should we should we try and talk to him, or are we do we need to plot some more? Well, um... What do we think? Uh, could your uh, ball make something um, a sweet that he's not had? I bet he hasn't had chocolate before. I don't know. This is a weird place. Maybe they've got loads. I haven't seen any chocolate. No, yeah. and I have been looking. 
you generally just by have to default, go quite far to get yeah. it okay. in, in the normal course of things. Should we, should we, should we go talk to him? Go yes. On, yeah. Okay. Oh no. Okay. I'm just asking what he wants for the invitation. Or if we can come along. Yeah, we don't, if we can if he can bring us then it does he doesn't have to Different. give it up. Yeah. But. Okay. The three the four of you plus pets uh make your way uh, over to <laughs> Oh dear. All of us brought our pets this time round. Well, some of us have to it had a quickly explained reason. Right up to to Gandalf. Uh he looks uh, he glances like his glowing orange eyes pass over you and he he settles on Scamp. We want kid. Hello. Um. We want to. We want to go to paradise. <laughs> yeah. We were wondering if there's any kind of deal we could strike to either buy the invitation or you or come with you. To be frank. Yeah, that's Celestia uh... Stardust. Nice to meet you. Hello. Thanks, Gandalf. You have to know you. You'd have to make me a pretty damn good offer to get me to well, like uh, you bring you with me. Well, like you say, we don't know you, so what do you want? Name it. <laughs> We're quite resourceful people. Yeah, that's surprisingly. Dunno. Give me something to give my... You think either you're resourceful, show me something to get my attention. Would you like some pudding? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Do you like chocolate? Have you had chocolate? The fuck's chocolate? Okay, let's, oh, let's find out. Chocolate. You might hate this. You might right like now. it. Let's get some chocolate. Um, I'll make a bowl of chocolate. Okay. Uh, and then transfer it to a different vessel. Anything particular you want to do with the chocolate? Like any flavours? Any special uh, additives? I mean, is he drinking? Uh, yeah, he's let's drinking. Let's make alcoholic chocolate then. Okay. okay, you make a chocolate liqueur. Uh, like really rich. <laughs> like And like, thick. Choco Lux Baileys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like eat it with a spoon thick. Any particular type of uh, of alcohol in mind? Um, uh, it would be really good. I mean, rum and chocolate. Rum is good. really It's like it rum. Mm. Okay. And like a swirl of white dark. There isn't white chocolate really, is there yet? But it's pretty. I make it pretty it's somehow. Got cream in it, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's got sparkles. <laughs> All right. Um, I can literally make it sparkle. I'm going to do that. Chocolate. Okay, you assist uh, making it sparkle. Let's uh. let's call this. Um, oh, this would be diplomacy doesn't exist in this system. It's persuasion, isn't it? Um, yes. Let's call this a persuasion check from Scamp. Uh oh, inspiration. Ah. Autos active, I cannot uh, recall. Shall I do that? That seems like a good bet. Let's do it, sod it, tides. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> um, Is it an assisted one? Oh, yeah, do I have assistance? Te- I did it? say you are assisting, so yes. Okay, so you don't lovely. Need tides. So that ended your inspiration. It's yeah, just less pointless better. Because it's not terrible, but it could be better. Okay, that's a 25. Okay, I'm actually adding plus two because you're using an item uh, to, uh, to it. So uh, he like looks the looks it over as you tip it into the bowl, sticks a finger in it. 
Fuck me sideways. That'd be very difficult. Sorry. Scoops two fingers in, clears out the bowl, and just sort of with a massive um, black and red tongue. Chocolate's good shit, right? Oh, yes. There's this this poor imp who's been bringing like a little (laughs) bowl of like it's kind of hard to tell what they look like. Maybe jellied sugared like slugs or something. It's just covered in snot. (laughs) Oh god. (laughs) Oh yeah. Mm. All right. You got my attention. Hooray! Okay. Person whose attention is gotten by chocolate feels like the sort of person we can talk to. <laughs> Alright, I'm in a good mood. So, seems I'm going to need to twist someone's arm for uh, letting slip about my invitation. There's not much you could offer that uh, could persuade me to give that up. Uh, but you wouldn't mind some companions, potentially? In addition to being resourceful, we can also be very unobtrusive. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Maybe, maybe. He sort of scratches his chin in thought for a moment. So what do you want? Information? We're quite good at getting that. How good are we talking? Don't know. Depends Pretty what the information is, is, yeah. Or is there anything else you're interested in as well? Like, I don't know what we could we offer. Have, we've, got, we've got wieners. So. <laughs> we've got wieners. Yeah. Um, is that another food? Yeah, yeah but it's, like it's much smaller. I mean, it might, unless it's... It's not worth the invitation. Cool. Um, I mean, you could just have one, because that's kind of funny. Yeah, have a sure. wiener. Why not? Like you, right? There you go. Yeah. Just nice. hand him <laughs> floppily over the table. And takes that. Quite It'll so. be a little morsel to you, but... Uh. And then just... Toss the rest in. The chocolate was better, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah but you want right. another one, right? Uh, uh, that weirdly, food, yeah. 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 He, dip, he rips another bit of not tea <laughs> and like dips it into the, into the hot sauce. Takes huh. it. And t- he, he says, uh, he does go, he look over to the goblin who's like busy cleaning the snot off them. Yeah. Round a crew for these. Uh, uh, for my friends here. Oh, thank you. The thank you. Goblin brings. I quietly um, press to digitate the snot off the goblin when he's out of sight. Goblin gives you a little sort of, sort of thumb, <laughs> shuddering up thumbs up, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, the, and returns with uh, four simple mugs of this strange herby black gutter crewer. <laughs> What's it taste like? Um, it's. It tastes somewhere between, like, a particularly dark uh, bitter stout, mm. dandelion and burdock, Ooh. and absinthe. That's okay. a very weird combination of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's... Not, like, all the way bad, but fucking weird. Yeah. It's like yeah. someone yeah. made licorice into a drink. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> now I want it. <laughs> That was a very interesting drink. Mm. And all kind of like chews and thinks from that one. 
quite good at magic as well, if you want to think dumb. Mm. All right. You say you're good at information. Yeah, what do you want? I could do the leverage. Let's say... Right. If you can figure out, if you can tell me what it was the Marquis of Clubs asked the broker for last week, I'll let you come with me. You'll understand if I get uh, one of the forest kids to just check you tell the truth. Oh, that makes sense. That's fair. We don't know who the fuck we are. Reasonable. Well, well, we can give that a try. I don't need to leave here for another hour. So uh, you've got till then <laughs> to rustle that information up. Alright. Uh, we'll do our best. Done. Alright. Well, Thank you very much. I'm impressed by your confidence. Uh, thank you for the dessert. If you're not back in an hour, bad luck. You'd be confident if you were us. See you later. <laughs> yeah, it goes back to eating his uh, to eating his various seafood. Since we're out of earshot, um, I'm not confident. I'm what so not confident. What if it's a sanctum? Then we need to find fucked. another way to like negotiate this. Who the fuck's the Marquis of Clubs? Do we know who that is? I don't know, but maybe we find them and we take the information from their brain. Um, yep, that's the other way we do that's this. That's not a good way. Let's, let's just try the other way first. Let's get somewhere private and yep. if you yes, two could let's... make sure that nobody, you know, shanks me while I'm yep. incommunicado, that'd Absolutely. be lovely. Absolutely, yes. Always. Okay, so your first trick is <laughs> where do you... How do you want to find somewhere private? Help. We did find somewhere before, didn't we? Like we went somewhere. We'd managed you like we because we learned go our... to a seemingly abandoned room. Okay. Uh, that yes, we did. And Where I will that? actually say that you did successfully memorize both the route there and the route back. I did. I definitely did that. Yeah. Yes, you did. did. So, I, I remember the way back uh, okay, to the Ashlands. So, yes. So I definitely so, remember that. Uh, if you want to go there, then you take uh, five minutes to. Follow the slightly convoluted route back through the strange stone buildings and cobbled together uh, basalt-like streets. Uh, indeed, passing the one the one street uh, that seems to lead into just like a fucking nightmare wasteland with stormy red skies. Just not gonna look at that. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and Whoa. make your way to the small, barren, bare-looking little room. Um, kind of hovel-like uh, structure, which is bare apart from a couple of chairs and a table, and at this point unoccupied. And through the window, you get weirdly a decent view of the bazaar. Right. Um, should we just check? There's nothing like no one hiding in the room or any anyone listening yeah, in. Yeah, we'll help you investigate. Have a look around. Uh, yeah. Quick perception check, please. I'll help. Oh, actually, sorry. This is. Oh, perception. Yeah, if you're searching for hiding people, it's perception. Yeah, okay, cool. cool. Slight base, we'll so we did one. And, yes, and uh, I guess, yeah, because people is perception, traps is investigation. Okay, that is uh, 22. Yay. Okay, peering around, 
As you do a quick search of the room, as far as you can tell, no one is hiding here, and nowhere that passes through your eye line causing, uh, do you see anyone invisible? Uh, although, interestingly, uh, peering into the street, you do spot uh, at least one figure uh, walking along that seem, that has to like duck out of the way of other people. They're quite short, um, but the way that, but they do have that, a strange sort of muffledness to them. It looks a little, yeah, you, you recognize this as you, as you realize the light mm-hmm. kind of pulls around them and you can see their outline like they're, like they're like a walking morph suit almost of like the, the, the area. Okay. Um, they, they appear to have a, a similar sort of outline to that little uh, imp that was in the bar fight, except that they're wearing a long coat mm. and carrying a bag. They, they don't seem to be listening in or anything. You just notice this person like walking about the bazaar. Alright. Um, well, worth noting, there seems to be at least one person here who um, cannot be seen. Except I can see them. Right. Good to know. Might be invisible folks around. So maybe you specifically should keep an eye out for anyone walking in on us. I will make sure that I keep an eye out for other people who cannot be seen. Yeah, I mean, not that you wouldn't be keeping an eye anyway. Yeah, but that's specifically... Several. And the gestures (laughs) brought it to himself. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... I might do a detect magic while you're doing it, just so we've got it up in case there's anything listening. That's not a bad Good idea. idea. Um, wording. How do I word this? Yeah, what was this? Uh, um, what the Mar- Marquis of clubs, clubs asked the broker for last week. Yeah. Yes. Show me when the Marquis of Clubs went to see the broker last week. Um. And asked a... And Asked Mar- for something? Yeah, the Marquis of Clubs asking for something from the broker last week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That- yeah, that makes sense for a century long Marquis, I guess. Yeah, and that specific incident. And if we get nothing, I don't really want to have to burn another, but we might be able to just get to the point where he's talking about it. Yeah, yeah maybe. But it would be useful to see it happening. It would. Might give us some ideas about the broker as well. Yeah. Can uh, you have sanctums in here? I don't know. I've not seen one yet, but like, how how would that would that work? I don't know. I, from what I know of sanctums, and obviously I'm not an expert, but there's nothing to suggest that it couldn't be done. Unless there's like different rules about how this place works, well, we don't know. Well, but yeah, you'd still need a person to cast it, right? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, huh? Um, I should probably get started because we don't have that much time. Yeah. If it, if it right. Yeah, I'll do. I'll start casting a detect um, magic while you do because it takes about the same amount of time to do that. So, bit. out of character for a second, the wording we're going with okay. is. <laughs> I'm just checking in with everyone before you take this yeah. final. Show me the Marquis of Clubs making a request of the broker last week. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Show me the Marquis of Clubs making a request of the broker last week. I spent the eye. Sitting okay. on the leg and go all weird looking. I mean, there's a table and chairs. If you want. Oh, I do that. No, I sit on the floor. <laughs> you know, I know, I always picture him sitting on the floor. Okay, you sit on the floor. Floor time. You spin the eye. 
from the outside, you the uh, you see Celestia as ever spin the eye. The eye continues to spin in place, and Celestia just settles into that trance-like state. Uh, she gets so. Celestia, you sit down, and you spin the eye, the little whirling blue stone, uh, looking like uh, looking like the sea trapped inside a little Hawkeye gem, uh, spins in place and spins and there's something strange about the light of it like a sort of rippling you're used to the eye rippling to the to the feeling of the sea around you but it's it's dark it's like little flecks of light it's uncertain and you feel yourself falling forwards but instead of the huge splash of being pulled into the ocean, there is a light sort of sound. And you are on your hands and knees in darkness. I do not love this. There is a thin layer of water that you can feel maybe an inch or two deep around your hands and knees. I so do not love this. (laughs) That's it. Um, Put some dancing lights up. Can I do that? You try... That's a drow thing. That's not a spirit thing. Mm -hmm. That's okay. You try and do that. Nothing. Hmm. The water is cold and shallow. It feels like there's maybe stone beneath it. I stick my face in it to have a look. Okay, you place your face into the water. Um, you get, as you peer through, it's still dark. But you swear you catch flashes glimpses in the water of something fragments maybe of roll ah, I need you to roll uh, let's call this oh, let's call this a charisma check okay. check not save yeah uh, 16. There. They resolve for a few moments. You catch glimpses of corrugated iron or rusted plates. An edge of a street. Like you're looking through like the teeniest of cracks in a doorway. You realise you can see a bit of the bazaar but like only from a strange fragmentary angle and the and it's like looking at it it's like it's it's not it the light bends in strange ways you can see feet walking past you can just make out um, some people sat down you think it's an image of the same bar that you were just at. 
It's, and, it's, and you're having to like hold your head down against the water and peer through one eye. I mean... You feel... Now that you're here, though, roll a perception check. Um, you feel the water sluggishly move past your head as you kind of look at your face like it is oh so it's like a current very very weak yeah can I follow it you can um do you want to like pull your head out and like follow it and put it down or are you going to try and like slide across the floor (laughs) I want to slide like a slug okay a little slug friend as you <laughs> it's uncomfortable to say the least. The water is cold and unpleasant. Um, as you slide along, the image you realize that sort of was still begins to move, and you can hear in a strange, distorted, like stop-start way sound coming from what you're seeing. As you can pause for a moment and the image stops and you continue like shoving your like crawling away forwards and It's like a movie being paused. Yeah. I go backwards a little tiny bit. You get the weird sense you hear a conversation going on that goes Yeah, so anyway I So anyway Oh that's weird. Okay, let's keep going forwards. <laughs> um the fragmentary image you realize you continue slowly squeezing your way along is following um, a trio of people and the vantage point twists and shifts in a kind of unreliable way like you're looking from foot like from, from the ground at one point and then it the angle shifts upwards so you're looking like as if from a nearby street at one point an overhead view and over the next few minutes you get this perception of them from uh from all around of three figures one the one at the head appears to be a tall uh quite handsome looking um, tiefling, or maybe not even a tiefling, maybe maybe like a full-on sort of fey demonic creature. They're humanoid in form, but their skin seems to be made of silvered uh, wood, and they have uh, proud antlers sticking up out of their head. They wear a long robe of red and white, and they are accompanied by a pair of similarly similar looking but more sort of human, more tiefling looking figures, uh, both of whom are wielding long sort of uh, it's more like club topped staves than clubs. Uh, they hear you get a, a, a you get snippets of conversation. Um, but they're talking in a language you don't personally understand. Um, at this stage, at least. Mm. 
you do hear a handful of words come up uh, that you recognise in that sort of sort of way. Uh, broker, like in in Yop- uh, in uh, sorry, in Joven comes up uh, once or twice. Um, they give some glances either side, and you watch and you pl- watch their route as much as you can make out of it as they pass down a street and interestingly knock three times at a door with a fish uh, on the front of it. They don't enter the door with the fish though, they then immediately turn left to go down a different alleyway. Can I try and memorise where that is? Sure. Uh, roll an intelligence check, but with disadvantage because, because you are getting weird, this yeah. in a weird, distorted, broken oh, that way. Seems fair. Yep. <laughs> There's no C here. Ooh. Hmm. Not an awful. It's a fourteen, so it could be worse. Probably not enough. But... Okay. You get you pick up a few clues. The the fish door. Um, there is a fountain that they pass that seems like a beautiful sort of fountain with grapes, uh, sculpted grapes uh, on the side of it, uh, that seems out of place with the ramshackle nature of other things. Uh, you notice they circle it twice before continuing onwards. Um, but there are a couple of others, maybe secret motions that happen that you don't catch. But they wind up at a very fine-looking door of burnished, sort of, um, almost, like, deep, almost purple-like wood. Mm. It's got, like, um, like a sort of purple-green sheen to it. Uh, and you see the tall figure produ- reaching to into their robes and produce a thin ticket of gold, which they hand to um, apparently thin air. And you see the ticket is taken and vanishes by something. And then the door cracks and it opens... And they walk through. The next part, as you go forwards, you can feel like the water is flowing a little bit more more forcefully now. Like you're getting closer to something. Um, you continue scrambling hands and knees along uh, this chill, uh, along this, this, this cold floor with the still like maybe two inch deep water that you're having to like where do the fish come off from if there's no seas here i don't I guess, mm, don't trust it um, <laughs> um or are fish farms a thing you get Aww. it's really hard to see now you're like this letterbox view you get glimpses of rosy even sort of skies massive tree just glimpses of like you get you catch it in a moment of a of some sort of enormous tree in the distance this is pretty but my neck hurts <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah oh yeah Ow. um the distant sound of birds it feels warm and pleasant. <laughs> the water's cold. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. You can feel that the the edge of cold water against half of your face, but the half of your uh, like uh, 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 that that's actually meeting the water, but the half of your face that's in the water, strangely, is feeling like this warm, pleasant day happening. 
Like somebody peed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is. It is like from a sensory standpoint, it is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. This is. This is um, weird. <laughs> All of this is said aloud, alone in the dark. But in case you was yeah. wondering, brilliant. Um, you catch a glimpse as you're getting closer to a point where you can feel the, the, the water is speed is being to uh, to race forwards uh, and uh, as you uh, as you move forwards in time and they and you, you catch a glimpse of a wrinkled pale sort of hand reaching out and clasping the marquees um, again the edge of some sort of rich cloak or robe or coat it's not clear what might be a necktie um and um, and in joven marky sorry this real marky an absolute pleasure to welcome you to my estates I do hope you will enjoy your time in paradise. The pleasure is all mine. Are we free to speak of business here? There are no ears in this part that don't work for me. Glimpse of a pale blue eye. (laughs) What is it I can help? You with. I need to know. I would like a little information regarding who exactly has been sponsoring the Duke of Spades. Oh, well. I think if you'd like care to accompany me, we could sit down, have a drink, and I'm sure I could enlighten you. <laughs> and at this point you realise the image stops and you're in the centre. And all the water is now flow all around you is flowing into this point. And it feels like there's a plug or, or a hole or something that the water is flowing down into. I'm try and look through it. You peer through the image as you feel like you could crawl into it if you forced your way through the stone. I did. Okay, give me another charisma check, please. This is how we ended up with not Celestia. It's narrow, it's hard, you force your way down, but for a brief moment your whole body submerges into this pit of water and you get a still image of a truly gigantic mansion of cloudstone, gold and silver in a gorgeous looking landscape. Perfectly manicured gardens around you. And the image of what appears to be an el- a very elderly human man in fine, rich clothing, but oddly 
as if one took strange otherworldly materials, the finest of silk, silk like that you found in the in in the moth uh, place with the moths, hmm. and tailored it in the style of a human suit and frock coat from maybe 50 years ago. Hmm. He has... He seems, as far as you can tell, quite perfectly normal. But you do catch a glimpse of something in his coat that flickers with a little purplish light. And then you feel yourself pulled down the plug hole and out of the image. And suddenly, you wake back up. No, that was weird. No, oh, that happened. There's, it doesn't work the same here. Oh. Oh. Did it work? Like at all? Like kind of. Oh. But I was like sticking my head sideways into water and you know it's fucking moving around and shit. It was fucking weird. And then there was a plug hole and I fell in it and now I'm, now I'm here. Okay. I give them a rundown of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> do I spot anything magic that I'm not expecting in this room with the tech magic while we were just hanging around doing that? Before we go talking about things that we shouldn't. Mm, that's an excellent question. Hmm. Um, you do. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you find uh, you catch a little glimpse of magic coming from the uh, from uh, from the edge of a flagstone. We want to lift the flagstone, cousin. Okay. <laughs> Will you lift this it? flagstone, please? Yeah. Well, is there something underneath it? Don't know. What kind of magic is it? <laughs> you crack it open, and uh, could you do me a favour and? Roll me D100, please. Do. Uh, 85. Okay. Um, hmm. It appears to be, uh, well, enchantment-based, very weakly. Um, you find tucked under here what appears to be a uh, a small um, ring. Actually, uh, it appears to be made of beaten. Uh, ooh, you actually would say uh, like an owl, like a, like pale gold almost. Um, Celestia, you would recognise this. Uh, from having seen it before as Electrum, an alloy of golden, uh, 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 of golden silver. Um, and it has a uh, an imprint on it of feathers. Hmm. Well, there's a magic ring here. Um, Scamp, please make a note. Table fables. I'm also going to write this down because Robbie's on scrap paper. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to take okay. a picture of this at the end, but yeah, please, because I am mm-hmm. phenomenally 30, good at losing my notes. Uh, 3085 brackets birds. <clears throat> okay. When I hold it, do I feel weirdly like birds are watching me? Because I've got a feather <laughs> in something else that does that and I don't need it here too. <laughs> 
<laughs> you look over, Marjorie is watching you. Oh. <laughs> Should we take this? This clearly belongs to someone. Then again, a lot of people here are awful. But a lot of people here might not be awful. Well, it looks like it's been deliberately hidden. Oh, I touch it. I touch it. Do you feel like a bird's watching you? You look over, Marjorie's watching you. I mean, Marjorie is, but that's nothing new. No, Marjorie's always watching. Yeah, I knew that. Always. (laughs) A long time ago. (laughs) So, we do technically have the information. That's what he asked. Yeah, yeah. That's... We don't know what the answer was, but that wasn't the question. And we now know at least what the broker looks like, or you do. Yeah. Yeah. Could you do a little, like, image of it, just so we know, too? Could you put a little tiny broker in my hand? Yeah, a little little image of what appears to be a human man in maybe his 90s. Faded um, silver grey uh, white hair, well, actually, not even silver, like solidly white hair at this point, uh, faint pale blue eyes. Um, seems to be like has a, has the look of someone who's got a light tan to them, but their skin is paled from extreme age. Uh, from the look of them, probably Joven, uh, probably a Joven human. Um, and yes, dressed in a style that is, seems to be a variant on the type of frock coat that was fashionable 50 years ago. But made from exquisite um, silk from a different uh, realm. How is he tanned when there's no sun here? Well, that's about to be a skin tone, naturally. True, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but... Wait... For some reason, I half expected to recognise him, but that makes absolutely no sense. Oh, it's just paranoia, John. Yeah. It you. would be a wild coincidence. Yeah. What was it? Be, probably being here for like 50 years and me not being over 50. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> seems unlikely, really, when I put it like that. But... Yeah, mm. yeah, it does a bit. There's um, nothing like at all familiar. We've not seen like paintings of this person or anything. This is just more paranoia, isn't it? I mean, roll, uh, roll an intelligence check. Oh, this will go away. Oh, so sixteen? No, eighteen. I have a plus into intelligence. Why am I minusing? Because <laughs> clearly, Scab's an idiot. You in this have moment. never seen this man before. Yeah, no, I have not. <laughs> no, I've not seen this person. What with me not being over fifty, um, probably. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> We don't have time for an existential crisis. Um, do we want to do anything else in the time that we have while we're in this private room? Um, because it has now been twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I have two more scries. Is there anything that we think would be actually useful for, like, the broker? Uh, I don't know. Um, like, did you feel like you were hitting a wall because there was like a sanctum, or just because it was the end? Um, he did say something about there are no ears in here. But you were already in there at that point, so... Yes, but then they went somewhere else. Okay. Like, like, yeah. It was like, oh, there are no ears in this bit, and then they left, and then I got sucked down the plug hole and came back okay. here. So there might be a sanctum. Okay, okay. But equally, um, it might, the water might have just run out. Because you, you, you got to see what you asked for, so... Yeah. Yeah. The only other uh, bit of information I'm still 
very curious about is how the air broker ended up here in the first place, but that could be and a true name. not immediately yeah. useful to us. I now also have concerns about what we might or might not be able to see. If the water's that shallow, I don't think we can probably see anything out of this place. If he's not told anyone how he got here, or we might see him getting in that's not the same as how he got here. I don't think we're going to be able to see through to our side, necessarily. Well, even if we were seeing it arrive a lot of from this side. From shallow water, in terms of how that works. But it's always been the sea. Yeah. And there ain't a sea here, um, so clearly it's reflecting here. Can it get through to there? Don't know. Maybe time works differently here. Maybe. There must be some sort of sea. That tuna was stupid big. Yeah, but it's not the sea, I guess. Nah, it's, it's not. It's like a fucking metaphor or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not the actual literal sea. No. <laughs> Do you think the Kraken isn't here? I mean, I would love for you to find the kraken like flopping about in that bit of shallow water, lying on its back like. It's like yeah, like the tide's gone out and it's stuck. Um, um, yeah. It's mean... distant for a brief moment, and there's like the you know the sums in the air in, in front of him. No, but I mean, the kraken supposedly is you know fucking all seeing or some shit, isn't it? Do you think it can't see him, or it can only see through like weird? neck creaky angles it's all seeing but it's blocked by like not seeing magic isn't it probably it makes sense that if it can uh, see a lot of places there there would have to be places that um, even with whatever abilities it has are difficult if not impossible for it to see yeah this might be a place where it's safe like we're safe from it seeing but it does make me wonder what else is here. I don't think we're completely safe because I can still use the eye. Yeah. But I wonder if it is difficult for it to see in here. I think... Hence like, the weird funny neck angle in the fucking... At some point, shit. when we get out of here, which we will, we should try and look at here. Yes, very yeah. good idea. Also, two other things. One, do you, do you feel like the eye like, needs to be discharged? I really worry about what would come out here. Do I tend to get a sense that the eye needs to I'm not suggesting you do, it just happens. Yeah, um, I mean, darling, you act like, you know, I have any idea, usually. I mean, actually, uh, do you want me to write down a tally, or...? Uh, no. Oh, weird, okay. Um, but I... But I don't know that. We looked at the past. You did look at the past? Yeah. Oh, that's just right, that's a good question. You looked at the past. Um. Oh, this is a really weird one. I'm going to say yes. Write down a past tally, but put... but obviously Celestia doesn't know that. Yeah, put so. down a, yeah. You don't get an instinct to say, yeah. but write a past tally down. Um, I mean, darling, you act like I have some sort of sense that tells me when. I don't actually. We've just done it from experience. Usually, if I've been in the past, somebody will come back from the past eventually. But all like, right, all right. I, I never like feel. It's not like when you need a poo and you feel like you have to let it out. Like it's it's just something that happens. Right. Okay. Second thing then. I could Can be an eye see... poo though. I don't know. 
Wait, I'm sorry. What's the, what's the second thing? I'm sure it's actually really important. Please tell me. <laughs> Can you see where the totem is now? I mean... Mm. That's fucking smart, that is. Worst case scenario, you can. But if you can, it's useful information. Can you do it on an object? I don't think you can, can you? Um, I I think you can do We definitely scribe locations. Yeah, you can scribe the location of something. Yeah, I believe we've tried to... Oh, we definitely scribed locate... Sorry, this is based off the scrying spell, so I'm just going to... Yeah, yeah. while it. you're looking at that. I mean, that's not also... that. That's not necessarily useful. Because where it is, we, we still can't get it. There's still an army Yeah, we might just see yeah. a black, like, you, you heart, can scry, like vault inside. You can scry a location or a creature. Okay. Uh, so if you knew... Where it was, I could scry on you it. could scry there. Have a look at it. Yes, uh, but <laughs> yeah. you can't scry. Uh, you can't scry to find out where something is. No, you, there are other spells. Because locate object that. does that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. I explain this in a sort of garbled celestial yeah. way, <laughs> uh, and it's a problem you've encountered before. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. you, you, can't, you can't find out where something is. Your spell does that. Okay. And also, again, even if we know where it is in this house, like, how the fuck are we going to get to it? We're all yeah. fucking scared. And we only got from... two more today. Yeah. So we don't want to. We definitely don't want right. to waste one. Well, I would say then let's hold off for now. Yeah. And uh, get this information back to our giant friends so that um, we've uh, held up our end of the bargain. Also, all the water's gone. So can I not go back now? I... Mm. Did it all go? Was it just that you went down the thing where it was going? Was there more water behind you still coming? The water the water level doesn't seem to be going down. It just seemed to be flowing into that plug hole. That oh, plug right. hole was like the end of the vision. And you briefly submerged into it and then sort of kind of really fell out the other side. Yeah. Back into your body. I suppose there was a water actually. I wondered if it was like a bath where it like ran out, but maybe not. Maybe. Might just be like a river. Oh. Why do rivers not run out? Um, it's worth noting. Rain. Yeah. You could water feel sign it. good shit. You could it? feel <laughs> water around your hands and knees, and you could feel like some sort of like stone-like thing below. But if you but, you, but if you put your head into the water, that was the only place you could actually see anything when you saw the vision. Everything else when you pulled your head out, it was just fucking pitch black. Like, can't see no, your hand in like, front of your face. Not even yeah. dark vision. Like, absolutely black, like nothing. But you could feel the, 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 the sensation of water. I wonder if I went through the plug hole if I'm being arbit. That's an interesting... Would you, like, fall out the sky? Or was like the, the, the it would all just flip? Like, we're on the other side of the the thing. I don't say that in character. I will confirm that you did go through the plug hole, and that's how you ended the vision. Oh, I came out here. Yeah. And then I fell out, and then I was here, so maybe not. Okay. Or maybe it is our bit, but I can't get here, because I can't get there because I'm not there. Uh, So I come back out here again. My brain hurts. Out of character, it's been several weeks, so. (laughs) Oh, yeah. um, Did we attempt to scry. Our point of origin. 
this has been the first time, I believe, the eye, yeah, you have yeah. used the eye while okay. in the void. It definitely has, yeah. Yeah, we've tried to okay. send, I think. We've, we've tried to send and we've tried to dream. Yes. We've not yeah, done that, the eye. That's fair. You yeah. had Again. no success on sending, but, but you did have some success <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with dream. Okay, then in character, what Echoes will say, look, um... Hopefully, we'll get out of here soon, and this will be a moot point, but if, um, uh, for whatever reason we can, it might be uh, worth, worth uh, trying to scry on someone we know back on, uh, uh, back in the city, or um, somewhere at, uh, at our point of origin to see if that works. Uh, it will be worth knowing, yeah, um, if we're here for enough days. Yeah. If it recharges while we're here, if it doesn't need the sun. I feel like we did a scry before we came here. So it's, we, when we arrived, it wasn't fully charged, and now it is. You do, yeah, you we, do get a feedback happen. sense of how much charge it has, and you do feel like at some point while you slept, yeah. it, re- it refilled. Does it... Even if time works differently here, it works. Mm. Yeah. I feel the eye, don't I? Like, I feel connected yeah, to yeah. the eye. If I, like, think about that and kind of hold it and focus on it for a sec, does it feel different here than it does in our world? Roll a... Roll a charisma check. Roll a vibes check. (laughs) Roll a vibes check, yes. Uh, 19. Yes. When you hold it, you feel as if you are a step away from the tide. Um, and yet, at any moment, the tide could run through you and you could be part of it. This, it feels like you still have that connection, but the tide is far away. Like that, the connection is there, but strained and thin. Mm. Um, and you realise the first time that it actually feels like there are two connections. There is a connection between you and the eye, and between the eye and the sea. And you now you realise your connection to the eye is still as strong as it was, but the connection between the eye and the sea is faint. Mm, it feels different here. Mm. She's further away. I don't think the Kraken's here. Well, that's intriguing, comforting, or and disturbing. At least it's sort of all-knowing, mm. all-seeing, metaphorical, maybe real sea, where it sees everything. Isn't it? It's far away. I will confirm as a reminder, because you have cast Primeval Awareness while here, that Celestia still pings up as the sea uh, to, to when you do that. Um, I was going to ask about this, yeah. because Celestia's blocked to basically all divination magic, so... Do I? Um, I don't think it. I don't think it works in primeval awareness. It's not affected uh, by sanctums and stuff. Yeah, okay, Sanct- right. primeval awareness has like some weird counter rules yeah. uh, around okay, it, fair, which, fair. which we've interpreted before. Just making sure but I no, wasn't that's a fair point. accidentally uh, doing something. No, totally. no it's fine. Yeah. Um, we're going to say that primeval awareness has some weird counter rules because I have never fucking caught it. Uh, <laughs> but also, fair. like, it doesn't sanctums yeah. don't do anything and stuff. Yeah. Also, I'm. I guess even if Celestia is attuned to it, I'm detecting the eye, not her. 
That's probably yeah. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna say we'll that's that. the answer. Kraken. Kraken. Right. Do we want to do another one to find out anything, or do we just like, want to like his true name or whatever? Like, yeah, or do we want to hold on to it for now? Um, I would say hold on to it for now. It's a good bargaining it's a chip, useful but bargaining chip. Yeah, exactly. yeah, but we can ask him what he wants. Yeah, precisely. And if we've got a time scale similar to what we've just had with the uh, the broker, then jobs are good. Yeah, I think we should go ask what he wants and try and make a deal. Yeah. All right, shall we... Maybe uh, Corzin can fight him. No. Um, so what the hell is this um, ring, then? Army of terrifying people? No, no. I was just like, I meant him one-on-one in a boxing match. Don't know. Listen. You want to fight... You want Corzin to beat up a 90-year-old man? Yes. I'd like to watch that. I mean, I kind of like to watch that, too. Yeah, it'd be fun, it'd right? Be, um, if it's the right person, not just a random, like, nice old person, but if... It'd be funny, though. A little bit. <laughs> okay, let's move we'll away from this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, feeling callous of today. Sorry. In, this, uh, in this setting, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shall we go Onward. see the giant person? Yes. Right. You... Make your way back through the different route that you took uh, through the confusing set of walkways. Are you taking? Are you stealing this ring that you found? I feel bad about this. What do you think? Should we take it or leave it? I just want to know what it does. Has it even got the ability to tell us what it does quickly? I mean, like, no, but if you want to take ten minutes, you could always cast identify. Uh, I don't really want to spend ten minutes. Did it look like it'd been there for ages? Um, roll uh, uh, an uh, uh, investigation check? Oh, dear. Oh, three! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Are we bad people if we take this? I don't care. Let's just... just, just... I, I, had to, I, I feel I should point out that I am a literal pirate. We're literally all pirates. We are all pirates. pirates. Look, this I just is used to, I used to hide everything I had Look, under I'll a flagstone. Let's go. <laughs> Literally everything I owned in the world I hid under a flagstone. And the idea of someone coming and taking it feels bad. Well, then you should have put it down already, shouldn't you? Yeah, but now <laughs> you're, you're just standing there because you want it. So. <laughs> now I feel nosy. shitty about stealing. I don't usually feel shitty about stealing. Oh, fine. I'll put it down. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we can always come back for it. We, can't, we definitely won't, but... <laughs> Are you putting down the ring uh, or not? I am, but I'm not convinced Jeffrey won't take it once we go on our way. <laughs> Will Jeffrey, Jeffrey take it while we're not looking? Um, that's a good question. Causing your passive insight is like 25. Uh, passive perception is like 23 or 25 by sight? 24. 24. Uh, Jeffrey, his stats are not with you, but they are with me. I do have them somewhere Jeffrey has I did save proficiency. them. If I just grab the stats that I actually use for... Oh, shit. The fact even with a 24, you're having to look this up concerns me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, that that is a twenty-four. So meets it, beats it, I guess. Uh, yeah, meets it, beats it. Um, um, I usually give Devendra advantage on this, so 
uh, on this, so it's causing well, you... it's passive. So the way that I tend to conceive of like passive perception true, is true, true. this is how observant I am when I'm not specifically looking. Yeah, in which case, um, you, yeah, causing you focusing going out, you don't see anything. Um, okay. So uh, scamp and to Jeffrey's uh, inventory, uh, <laughs> the wing ring. Ring. The wing ring. Wing okay. Ring. <laughs> Jeffrey has it. Excellent. That will go well. <laughs> I'm going to say that in like an hour, any of you notice Jeffrey wearing it because Excellent. like Jeffrey steals it without any of you noticing, but he's not necessarily dis- discreet about hiding it. <laughs> Interesting that it fits his little monkey finger. It doesn't. It's, he wears well, it like a bracelet. If it's a magic oh, right. ring. <laughs> they do tend to adjust to the wearer if they are chewed. Yeah, this is <laughs> true. Um, is it a tune of That would be even for a monkey would be like a little bit of a, Maybe like a thumb ring stretch. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say like like. Maybe got his a tail. Thumb ri- there we go, tail a ring. Two finger yeah. ring, maybe. Yeah, oh, yeah puts it down, puts on his tail. And Jeffrey now has a tail, a winged tail ring. God, the effects of that ring as well. Okay, so. It's uh, perfect. We add chaos to the party, and I don't Just feel let guilty. me know if Jeffrey decides to activate the ring at any point. Even uh, until Sydney, there's probably stories about halflings and rings. Yeah. <laughs> so, you make your way back to the bar where you find uh, Gandor polishing off. Um, a big bowl of, again, as far as you can tell, candied snails. Where's candied snails? Sorry, I've never seen candied snails before. Is that fascinating? Anyway, ignore uh, me, and we do have your information. Like swirl sweets? Which gives you a spicy effect to the tongue. Oh. I understand they're like, they're like spraying into the water to paralyse fish and then they eat them. Oh, mm. oh that's grim. The snake snails. Snake snails. Hello. Well, again. passing over the snake snails and um, we do actually have your information. Okay. He snaps his fingers and um, you do actually see a uh, <laughs> uh, you do actually see uh, Arturo of all people uh, pop by you're like good to see you again hello darling right truth telling here we go he listens in carefully um so he asked him who'd been sponsoring the Duke of Spades ah <laughs> uh, well, I know the answer to that. Which mean, but it's good that I now know he knows the answer to that. Mm. You also know I was bothered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Right. <laughs> always good to know what people are asking. In which case, you're my plus ones, or plus four, as it were. Hmm. Arturo gives him a, little, a, a nod of confirmation. Yeah, lost kid. Gives you a nod and proceed and scatters <laughs> Right. Follow me then. All right. Stands up, licks his fingers, 
drops a couple of, a handful of iron coins on the bar and Ooh. makes his way into the streets moving with surprising speed for such a uh, for such a huge figure I was about to say, like, his leg stride length causing is going to have to be running in order to keep up anyway. My little hoses are going fast. <laughs> yeah, you were all having to scamper a little bit. Uh, I'm good at scampering. Miss Celestia is doing like a, like a mum in the park power walk. <laughs> you know? Celestia, you watch. You, um, he, mo- he moves quickly and it is hard to follow, but Celestia, you can make your intelligence check with advantage because you've seen part yes. of this route before to memorise this route. I would like to memorise this route. That would please me. Natural 20. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You remember. see the relevant bits come through. Again, three knocks on the fish door. Fish door. Immediate left. They uh, turns around, passes, it takes a right, left, right, left, 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 left. Doesn't end up at the same bit of street. Walking down a different one, hits the fountain, walks around it clockwise twice, anti-clockwise once, then to the left, <laughs> passes a lamppost, uh, 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 passes a lamppost, reaches up, pulls on one arm of the lamppost, uh, 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 post with, with a squeaking sound, uh, then turns around, walks completely the back the way he came, and suddenly, you're all in front of the uh, of the door of rich purple green wood. Reaches into his apron and fishes out a small ticket of golden leaf. And Corzin, you see, sat on a little perch beside the door, is a somewhat bald-looking figure. Uh, that looks like one of that that imp you saw before in, in the long coat. Again, it's kind of hard to make out details because you can see the way the light is wrapped around him to make him invisible. Uh, but you do see a silhouette reach out, take the ticket, inspect it, shove it into the coat, and then give a little coded knock on the door, which then <laughs> creaks and opens inwards, revealing golden light and, and and the rolling veils of paradise beyond which is where we'll pick up after these uh, no doubt important messages also by the way like if you had had the one-on-one duel um Gandalf's <laughs> stats were just a remoraz just, just a full-on oh, fist okay. fight with a Remoraz. It's a fucking, like... Big 20... millipede type Yeah, um, it's like a 30-foot tall millipede that um, has... That, that Shoots has... lightning. Uh, no, no, it's the, it's the one that, uh, he, that just is made of fire on the inside. Oh, that's yeah. and bla- uh, So yeah, you'd have had a bare, bare fist fight with someone who could eat you, who had a swallow attack oh, and fists of fire. Horrifying. So, um... That would have been an interesting oh. fight. However, you find another way. We'll return after these. Yeah, the swallow attack. No doubt important. Messages. It's true that paradise is not the usual sort of place you'd expect to find an imp like me, but the perks are good, the hours are decent, and it's challenging and rewarding work. We manage the grounds, oversee any visitors, like, rate, and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs. I've even got my own personalised special spot by the front gates. You can see everything from up there. It's a damn sight more interesting than spit-turning, I'll tell you that. And welcome back. 
welcome back. The gates open and you pass forward and beyond you are you catch sight of a an exquisite if gigantically sized garden beneath a sky of clear blue with a f- with a handful of artistically placed um, clouds breaking up the uh, breaking up the atmosphere above you can see what appear to be verdant rolling hills of green dotted with trees trees that seem ma- greater than even the uh, the oldest oaks you have witnessed imagine some uh, sort of more closer somewhere between the lothlorien sort of trees from lord of the rings mm-hmm. and redwoods but rather than a huge forest of them individual ones again dotted artistically to break up the landscape but most a small copse of them at one point others are you can see you can see one in probably a few hundred feet away that is surrounded by manicured hedges and beds and beds of glorious flowers of all different uh, colors and descriptions many of which you recognize there are such things as ro- as roses and rhododendrons, uh, dendrons, hyacinths, and the like, but also other flowers that you don't recognise that seem to be either from lands you've never visited or perhaps are no longer found within Calcinia. Much of the grass is trimmed in places, uh, or seems to naturally grow quite short. And there are what appears, and there are uh, wide, smooth uh, roads of what appears to be white cloud stone, but textured with uh, a sort of rosy, uh, with rosy granite in mm-hmm. places. Hmm. And. As you step in and walk by, apart from the, you can hear, you can feel a gentle sort of breeze upon your face, though, which is a bit of a distinction from the like relatively still air of the void, um, and the distant sound of just utterly beautiful songbirds, and of course the path curves around up towards the gigantic. Man, uh, mansion that Celestia saw in her vision. A structure that seems... It matches the uh, the sort of um, design uh, the, the design and aesthetic that you have seen elsewhere in gigantic structures. Uh, similar to the antechamber you entered when arriving at the Moth Glade. Um, f- fluted red, co- uh, fluted sort of um, carmine columns uh, surround it, and it has a labyrinthine feel, almost as if this is 
rather than just one abode, a sort of complex or maze of different uh, buildings all built together into a single structure. Uh, it is absolutely beautiful. It is terraced, and there hang from it uh, many baskets overflowing with greenery. You can see water for, uh, coming down the sides uh, in places, channeled through beautiful sort of aqueducts that uh, support the gardens uh, of this, uh, that, that um, flank the walls and sides of the structure. You also see the guards. Um, <laughs> and the groundskeeping stuff. Uh, a mixture of what look to be uh, hobgoblins, bugbears, the occasional. Uh, uh, the occasion. I'm say, yeah, mostly hob hobgoblins, bugbears, the occasional uh, goblin uh, dressed in. Uh, again. Oddly, um, oddly out of place, styles of clothing more suited to Jova uh, within the earlier part of the 18th century, um, who are busy cut cutting the grass, tending to the uh, tending to the flowers, uh, maintaining these extensive grounds as well as a number of figures in black, in places slightly spiked um, uh, leather. Uh, and when I say spiked leather, I don't mean like with metal spikes. I mean rather it looks like the leather was taken from some sort of thick-hided beast that naturally mm. had small spikes uh, oh. along as at various intervals. Like a dire porcupine or something. Um, yeah, or more like, you know how like... Like uh, a bearded dragon. Yeah, kind of closer to like bearded dragon in tone. In, okay. in, 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 in like, yeah, little spines rather than, uh, than big spikes. They don't really get in the way, there's just sort of distinctive bumped ridges along them. They carry uh, a mixture of uh, long glaives, swords, and shields, uh, all made from fine steel of some description. And they just seem to be walking around on patrol. Um, a group of about uh, six of them are waiting near the gate, uh, stood to attention in two groups of three, but they seem to have been assured by whatever process went through with the handing over of the golden ticket uh, that you are supposed to be here. Um, Corzin, yep. you further notice uh, a, a couple of these invisible figures uh, in, in coats sat on... Uh, small perches where they can overlook things either in the branches of some of the smaller tree decorative trees uh, in the gardens or on the edges of the walls of this sort of cyclopean structure uh, oh yeah i meant to ask before we broke actually mm. to everyone else did the uh, individual at the uh, the 
the front gate, who could not be seen, yep. just looked completely like invisible. A blank space. It just looked like uh, like uh, Gandor handed the ticket in, held the ticket out to the air. Ticket was snatched away and then vanished. Right. Okay. I will message to everyone. Look, there's more people here that can't be seen. I think they're supposed to be like Overwatch of some kind. Okay. Good to know. Definitely good to know. Uh, Jeffrey, behave. Yes, indeed. Uh, (laughs) Jeffrey, sort of quietly, sort of like seems to be a little on edge. You notice? You notice he has a fancy new silver uh, electron tail ring. Oh, Jeffrey! (laughs) Jeffrey, assume you're being observed. Yeah, we know Marjorie's always watching. Why are you That's so a given. Fucking catty, so what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, the monkey's got the. Never mind, not dealing with that. Victory <laughs> just sort of pinches the bridge of her nose for a moment. Uh, Gandor, meanwhile, has moved forwards and uh, is already walking, striding forwards, and you do see a figure. Stepping down the uh, cloudstone walkway towards you as you approach the house, uh, which does indeed seem to be the same elderly-looking, extremely elderly, you'd put him probably in his 90s, uh, human man uh, that you saw before. Again, dressed in a slightly anachronistic, but but, but very expensive uh, frock coat. Vest and uh, neckerchief. That's almost unusually form. old for a human in this time period, right? Yeah, it's like within the human lifespan, uh, definitely. But like, it's it's pretty old, pretty old. This, it's this like guy impressive. Is, yeah, this guy's gotten on in years. Like, not yeah. unheard of for like you know you you've as causing you've you've heard of humans uh, make you've heard of one or two humans uh, allegedly making it to a hundred. Like, like that's okay. that's on for humans. That's kind of bordering the Norit level. Um, yeah, within like uh, it's it's doable, but it's pretty unlikely. Yeah, it's like happened but unusual. Yeah, we've got magical healing. So that was my thought. Mm-hmm. You know, it does a lot when you don't <laughs> yeah. just randomly die of cholera. Yeah, yeah. and this guy's <laughs> living in a place called paradise, so probably yeah. living pretty decently. <laughs> yep. The uh, the broker uh, approaches, and you can see he's flanked by a couple of these again uh, guards that are, that have them have a decidedly demonic look to them. They appear to be tieflings, uh, but tieflings with a sort of smoky cast, uh, a smoky cast to them, like. Uh, when I say it's smoky, I mean like the like they've kind of got almost like a uh, the the texture of their uh, of their skin and eyes varies between like an like an ashen sort of white to like a dusky sort of like similar to sort of uh, that sort of really dark purple that um, Celestia. Another drow have, but again with a strange, like mist-like quality under the skin, uh, swept back horns, and 
just a, a general sense that their shadows seem a little diffuse at the edges. Um, the two next to like that. to the broker, although they are armed, and you, they do see they have swords at their sides, are sim- dressed in a sort of footman-like style. Again, kind of a bit odd for the, uh, for, for the area. He steps forwards. Ah, Gandor. I'm glad to see you could make it. Got a few questions. I'm sure you do. And I see you brought some very inquisitive guests. You must have gotten Gandor's uh, interest. Apparently so. They're very interesting people. Hmm. With some interesting questions, no doubt. However, while you have piqued my interest, I do have some business to conduct with uh, Gandor here first. If you would care to follow, he snaps his fingers and one of the groundskeeper uh, hobgoblins walks uh, forward. My staff member here. Some ref- they will, it will take you to a reclining room where some refreshments will be provided. Thank you. Thank you very much. I do apologize for needing to make you wait, but I think that whatever it is you need to talk about, you'd probably appreciate the same discretion. Of course. Gandor. Oh, definitely. Why don't we take a walk along the uh, Red Terrace? I, and perhaps you could... Uh, I have some questions about uh, the Marquis' questions. I suspected you might. I walk off, and the hog, um, the hog goblin turns and says in... Cut glass or Syrians, uh, cut glass, uh, 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 Joven. If you would please accompany me, uh, and if you have any particular requests for refresh, uh, refreshments, please let uh, make them known to me. Thank you. Um, what's your name? Jihan. Hmm. Nice, nice to, to meet you. Nice to be a stardust. Nice to meet you. Hello. Hello. So what's it like working for the broker? I'm just going like, to make small talk with him as well. Jihon immediately stretches you off walking through the gardens and towards uh, an edge, not the main entrance of this uh, uh, of this gigantic palace, but one of the side uh, the side rooms can, uh, uh, buildings connected to it. Quite adequate. Mm. Are there any animals in this garden? Any sort of Life that isn't people at all. Uh, you s- well, we could hear birds you, earlier. You do but spot. Do them? Uh, yes, now that you look for them, you can see there are a variety of songbirds. Um, there is uh, one point as you pass by what appears to be a collection of uh, uh, no less than three peacocks and a several peahens strutting around. Is uh, there anything wild? Or is everything. 
intentionally there. Nothing looks, not even a blade of grass looks out of place here. Are there insects? You do see some ladybirds. Okay. And presumably they're four some aphids. Unless the ladybirds have fed a particular stock of aphids that kept, that's kept in a sim. Like yeah, <laughs> you don't know. Mm. Um, you do spot some, uh, you do spot what appears to be uh, a bee <laughs> at one point, <laughs> although it curiously has like sort of purple tinged yellow uh, uh, hairs on it. That's interesting. It's a little bigger than the bees you're used to. Adequate, not good. I couldn't possibly comment. Well, go on, you could though, I won't tell anyone. I could not possibly comment. Would you care for alcoholic or non-alcoholic refreshments? Alcoholic always. None, none, thank you. Alcoholic for me. Um, yeah, I'll go for the uh, the alcoholic refreshments. What's on offer? (laughs) We have a fine vintage from the forest. Or, I believe, as the broker expressed some interest in talking to you, uh, we could crack out. We could prepare one of the German vintages. Uh, I believe we have some Sulian red. That would be fine, thank you. I'm more interested in what's from the forest. I'd like to try some of that, please. Of course. This place seems to have its own uh, separate ecology. Yes, the gardens do provide a variety of uh, fruits, vegetables, certain animals within requirements, although we do tend to import a lot of fish. Where do you hmm. get the fish from here? Uh, from the bloom. Right. The, uh, the sea folk tend to export a lot of it. Hmm. Makes sense. Do you know your way around the five worlds pretty well, then? Well enough for my purposes. What's up? Up? <laughs> up. Is there anything up? He looks up at the sky. I mean, the sky. If something were to get lost up, like where, where would that be? Is there anywhere? Within paradise, I, there is simply the sky. If you're referring to the bazaar... I believe some individuals have tried to fly upwards and eventually gotten tired and come back. Hmm. I'm afraid more information than that is beyond my purview. I just thought it was worth asking. Yeah, just in case. Here we are. You are shown to a sort of like almost like an orangery. It's a shaded terrace with uh, actually a variety uh, with literally some orange trees uh, <laughs> growing inside mm-hmm. it, um, mm. and a series of very nice uh, wrought iron benches. Uh, there is a what appears to be an ornamental koi pond in the centre of this uh, quadrangle with well koi. Uh, <laughs> with some large patterned fish uh, swimming lazily around it. A small stream flows into and out of the pond and elsewhere. This is all very impressive. Very appreciative. Yeah. Thank you. We do work to 
maintain things to the standard that is expected of Paradise. I will retrieve Must. your drinks now. Gives you a short bow and then leaves through a side door. Mm. All of this must have taken some doing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're allowed out? Paradise is all secret and that because if you work here, you're stuck here. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a place with more people coming and going. No. Oh, I, I don't, I don't know. Just weird vibe from him, you know. I don't think it's easy well, to said... get in and out of any of the worlds, though. No, it's true. It doesn't feel like people actually move between them mm. that much. Mm. Presumably, the, s- at least some people here must have the ability to uh, come and go, because otherwise, th- there'd be no way to get any of the stuff you couldn't make here. Here. Can I have an orange? Pluck one of the oranges <laughs> off the tree. Tear it open. Ooh. It's like a little tart, but pretty sweet. It's actually a pretty decent orange. It's a fucking good orange, if I'm honest. Mm. Okay, long shot here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where in... Um... In Calcinia, would um, oranges have originated? Uh, you don't know, but you know that they grow them in Feroz. Right, makes sense. Okay. Uh, Ferozian, perhaps? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, okay. This is this place looks. I mean, it looks giant, doesn't it? So they could have been here since then. Yeah. Um. The door opens and uh, Jihan uh, returns with a uh, with a polished uh, steel tray uh, on which there are four uh, golden cups, uh, uh, tumblers. There is, uh, for you, Scamp, you see what appears to be some crystal clear water. Uh, there is a classic Suian claret uh, for you uh, Corzin the same for uh, the same for victory and mm-hmm. there is what appears to be some sort of sparkling white wine mm-hmm. uh, for uh, Celestia thank you so how did that get here then of which element are you referring well, the one, the, the the red, red one is red, was it, was it red? Yeah. <laughs> I believe the broker had it imported. Yeah, but how? I'm not at liberty to say. How long has the broker been here? While I could not comment on the precise uh, length of time, the broker has certainly been here... For as long as I have had the privilege of service, which is some 21 years. Hmm. All right, okay. He's from Jova. Interesting. And some 
and some appetizers. He also produces a tray on which there is um, a collection of... Basically, there's a mixture. Uh, half the tray are small little uh, paste, uh, sort of folded pastries with some sort of bread paste inside them. Um, <laughs> and the other half are little silver bowls in which you see uh, what appear to be the candied snails, sea snails from before. Hmm. I'll have a snail. The sea snail is, chill- is actually chilled. Uh, that makes it worse somehow. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you can take a little bite on it. It's um, it's been absolutely filled with sugar, uh, in some way. So it has a strangely sort of. It's not quite gelato. Um, it, it's it's bizarre in that it is definitely a very very sweet mollusk. Um, but there's but it also seems to numb your tongue a little as you taste uh, as you bite into it. Uh, which and the numbing passes with a curiously pleasant tingling sensation as uh, 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 as uh, scent taste returns to it. Mm-hmm. Ha! Well, that's a weird treat, but also fun. Coulson will nibble one of the pastry things. Um, so pr- the uh, the pastries are savoury. Uh, they're kind of cheesy and salty, and the uh, and the red paste inside is quite spicy. That's interesting. Uh, thank you very much for this. I, I imagine you're um, used to entertaining guests. Very much so. And a fine job he does of it as well. You look and you see that the broker uh, has appeared at the entryway to the room. Steps forward and over the uh, four of you plus pets <laughs> six of you mm-hmm. so I understand you are some very inquisitive people yeah yes always annoyingly so we like questions we like answers even more we also like yes two of my favourite topics <laughs> would you care to for a little walk around the around the house before we get to business. Absolutely. Sure. Oh well thank you. Um nice to your stardust, by the way, nice to meet you. He looks to you, Scum. Nice. Oh so I assumed you'd already know like worked it out or heard it somewhere. Hi, I'm Scamp. I'm assuming you already do. You seem to know everything. Ah, uh, as the old tired joke goes. When you're in the business of information, know, uh, of knowing things, uh, you make it your business to know things. But yes, and of course, uh, you will understand if I introduce myself as the broker. Yeah, that's yeah, we're I was all going about to say, that's names. more of a title rather than a, uh, a name, but I understand. <laughs> Hang on. Do we have anything from the Fisher Kings? We do, don't we? What do we yes, have? Yes, we do. Yeah. You have. You still I have, have the, the ring, ring from Casimir. Uh, the, the little ring with the fish. Uh, so you have the. I think you still have the little Fisher, uh, like the little uh, stone Fisher statue from. I'm getting it out yeah, from meeting crime, crime friends. See if it does anything. Yeah. 
mean anything to you? <laughs> Do you say it mean anything to you? Um, uh, I'd hold it up first and see what he does. Okay, roll an insight check. What is my insight? What is my insight? Insight. Ten. It's only ten. Well, I can't do enough to boost that. He looks at it and then back at you. Just wondering if this meant anything to you. Hmm. It's a fine little piece of work. I just met some people who had a similar naming convention. They're something, you know? <laughs> uh, this particular name is... More a reflection of my job. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, so were theirs as well, to be fair. Yeah. Sculptor did a lot of sculpting. Yep. The restaurateur presumably... Had a restaurant? Um, yes. Mm. I still think it should have been The glutton was an odd choice, considering <laughs> a lot of them were jobs. I mean, he did eat a lot. Professionally. Cut up, right? Let's go. We would love a walk. Thank you. <laughs> Please, we'll go through one of the galleries. Lovely. As he walks, he takes you around the palace, um, and it is a palace. There are rooms upon rooms, that, uh, uh, and I do mean there are hundreds of rooms. Many of them are the whole. The corridors certainly are sized for giants as are many of the rooms. Though others are clearly sized for people of more sort of humanoid um, sizing. And there are a mixture of friezes and frescoes on the walls, uh, some of which are more sort of generic or art or geometric in shape in depiction others of which seem to depict tall and impressive figures uh, performing real sort of acts or uh, doing th- doing impressive things like captaining ships or gu- anyone can do that yeah or standing <laughs> uh, or standing and directing uh, crowds of smaller people around various tasks Ah, yes. Monuments to the past. They had some fucking egos, didn't they? Yeah. They did a bit, yes. <laughs> I mean, we've seen places built by bigger egos, though. So, you know, a guy had a, like a golden toilet. Like a chamber pot made of gold. It was very silly. <laughs> oh, it was funny, wasn't it? It was funny. Very funny. <laughs> a lot of egos in that place. So many. Uh, compensating for something, to be sure. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you compensating for if you've got a goal? <laughs> well, arsehole. it's more indicative of um, <laughs> what the person lacks, I suppose. <laughs> Why do you like this? <laughs> the broker kind of like walks calm, like calmly, like a little distance from you as so you pass uh, uh, down the corridor, occasionally points out the odd bust on the wall or these uh, or decorative feature the ha- the sort of hanging gardens from the outside uh, go into the palace in places and there are sections mm. along the walls where greenery is uh, is growing lit by strategically pl- uh, from strategically placed uh, windows or, or, or like seat or skylight holes or even in places just light stone you know, sort of like you know good mage crystals providing light uh, from above, 
this is beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> they said. Uh, just saying to my companions, this place must have uh, uh, taken decades to uh, to get it into the state it currently is. It certainly took some time to put it back into order. Not much can be said. Oh, is it a bit of a mess when you got here? Yeah, you could say that, but even then, there were still some folk living around. Not the original builders. The the original builders were still around. That's interesting. Yeah, because that would have surely been a very long time ago, wouldn't it? If I'm reading the situation right. Uh, I take it you're a student of the uh, Gigantes yourselves, then? We've come across yes. them a Yeah. More enthusiastic amateur, but um, definitely a, a field of interest. Absolutely. No, no. This place was long abandoned by the time uh, we got got here. You've been here a while then? Long enough. I suppose, but you have not been here long at all. You are fresh-faced and new. And I'm in a generous mood, so I don't mind sharing a few pieces of information that are common knowledge here. Yeah, there's a lot of deals going on. Everything's got a price and all that. Oh, yes. Are these ones going to cost us anything? No, no. Or is the price just our pleasant company? This is just some pleasant company. (laughs) They couldn't get the door open. Which door? Who's they? Everyone. That was the grand trick of it. They couldn't figure out how to open the door to paradise. <laughs> but you could. Well, I'm bloody here, aren't I? Well, yeah. Hmm. Sometimes, like, finding the way through something isn't finding it yourself, it's finding the right people and putting them in front of the problem. Ah. And sometimes Jeez. it's just blowing things up until something fixes. Or going in round the side. Well... You'll understand if I don't reveal exactly how I got the door open, but there wasn't, well, there's a great deal left, but there wasn't much in the way of people. What was See that? See the, uh, oh, there were bones, yeah. what was left of them, but the original builders were... How would they have put it? A kingdom where every man's a king, every person. Well, they were, or I should say, where every person's a king, and their concept of who classified as a person, or at least as a citizen, would not be the same. See, every king must have subjects. Mm. Right. And they needed subjects. They needed 
They needed people to hold up their thrones and, of course, to fill their larders. In a literal sense, or are we talking... <laughs> like farmers. When I got here, everything that could have been eaten, well, the larders were long since empty, and too many of the bones were chewed. Mm. I had heard that about some giants. Oh! Anyone will turn it to it if you leave them long enough. And they got very hungry. Not everyone. Well, we've been to, we've been to places that were sealed off, not the same, but where they just went peacefully. There was that one where they were pretty much all buried, and except for the last one, just by a tree, weren't they? Yeah. Not so here. Yeah, there will be a lot everywhere. Some people just need a, an excuse, really, don't they? And you see, <laughs> and turning a corner, you find a massive like, open oh, shops are shut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a massive open... Sunday after four. Revenge of cannibals. Fucking revenge cannibals up. Tesco's shop. You're turning the corner. As he says this, you come to a huge open air courtyard and at the height of it on a stepped platform there is a throne of carved uh, of carved cloud stone inlaid with gold with jewels set tastefully into it backed by silvery wood and Seemingly still in place, the bones of a figure that must have been some 30 feet tall away to stand. Wow. Garbed in ancient purple and gold robes with a crown upon his skull. Does this resemble the individuals or the remains we found in the giant city? I mean, it's definitely the bones of a giant, larger than the one you found in the moth uh, in the moth world, um, and not dissimilar in structure, but clearly one of the greatest of their kind. Mm. The broker folds his arms and looks up. The last king of paradise. Well, oh. queen, actually, in this case. I understand from the hips is how you could tell. Had to get someone in to take a look. It's actually all wired in place, the bones. Like as simple as looking at the bones. Well, I mean, I've got to give it, it, I don't know, but from the jewellery that was on them, the type of, uh, the type of, uh, 
the type of robes. It's our best guess. That's fair enough. Are there no like documents sense. or anything? Or any information? Did they not leave like a record? He grins. Doesn't answer that, but instead says, What I can tell you is that there were a lot more bones in this chamber. Mm. And definitely some uh, smaller ones tangled up at the ribcage. Grim. Well, that's scary. Hmm. I think you know, she got to the end of everything that she could eat and carried on. Well, sat upon her throne one final time to witness the end come. Any idea how long ago that was? Long enough the bones are bleached. Long time. Mm. At least, uh... Oh! Well over a millennium or so, or two. Maybe two. Oof. Hard to tell. I don't think they intended to stay shut up here. No. Seems silly as an intention. Or if they did, maybe it wasn't... uh, Maybe they miscalculated. Like I said, it took us some time to get this place going. There were things in place, mechanisms to grow enough food. You see, the great curse of the five worlds is resources. They're not that large. Now they work all working together. There's only so much to go round. And their appetites here outstripped what they had stockpiled. It does feel like they'd lost the way back. Like they were prepared to wait something out. But there's... But you can't... They couldn't get back, so the waiting became forever. Well... Why don't we step into my office? Just around here. Sure. He leads you around. You see there to a side door, and you see there are a couple of guards there. One of them opens the door for him, uh, and you are, uh, and he walks into what appears to be a um, smaller sort of antechamber, clearly reserved for some sort of human-sized uh, adjutant or aide of the uh, of the giant queen, um, which has been laid out with a honestly beautiful rug, definitely ferocious in origin. Um, fine mahogany tables. There are. Uh, table, a chair uh, with a high back that the broker settles down in. Uh, There are some, uh, there is a decanter of, again, what looks like uh, what actually looks like uh, Sulean brandy 
uh, on mm. the table as well as some crystal glassware and uh, a selection of works of art, paintings, tapestries and so on all around. The There are also, again, a, cu- a couple of guards on the inside, uh, one of whom is dressed in the black leathers of the uh, of the external guards and another who is dressed similar to a valet in style so I'll help yourself to a drink if you want thank you lovely office you've got here thank you absolute devil to get some of the parts but I can imagine yeah so What do you want? You know that big thing that flew in here out of the blue a few days ago? I could play around for a bit, but yes. Yeah, we, we know you know about it, so... Pyramid, bone, in bone, ash, gemstones, very interesting carvings. Yep. Yeah. That, that's what we want. Mm. Well, I paid a pretty penny for that, so to speak. Well, it's ours, so... I'm afraid the laws of finders keepers are somewhat relevant here. Oh, yeah, we figured that was probably the case, but, Mm. you know, we still need it back, so here we are. What did you pay for it? I absolved some some long-standing debts. Suffice to say, it was a relinquishing of a long-term investment that I felt was a worthwhile trade. Now the question that I have for you is, how stable was your way in? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> not very, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's the difference between theory and practice. Yeah, because mm. I know sort you didn't <laughs> come in through any of the usual ways. I mean, the fact that you've got this thing that just like catapulted into your world, I think maybe shows just how stable ours was. And then somebody came chasing after it a couple of days later. Like, it's, it doesn't look great, does it? <laughs> All right. So you want this? Yes. Anything else? While we're negotiating. I mean, it depends how much that is, really, doesn't it? Yeah. You know how much you can afford when the price is on the table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. If you've got anything else you want... Let me know. What sort of things can you get? I can get a number of things, but I do specialise in knowing things or finding things. For instance, I'm very curious why you are why you are curious in Op. Hmm. That could be part of our negotiation. Yes, a sort of quid pro quo kind of um, arrangement. 
Well, that question game again, because I was really bad at that last time. <laughs> I don't tend to trifle with that so much. Okay. If you are trying to go up, then it means you're trying to reach somewhere. But it's not somewhere you know for sure, is it? No. All we know is up. That's why we'd be asking what's up, you know? And you know, I'm amazed that no one's just taken that as a "How are you?" or "What's going on?" Yeah, quite frankly, <laughs> we keep going ask, asking people "What's up?" and and they take it as a serious question, which is interesting. Mm. All right. Are you looking for a place or a thing? Thing. Thing that went up. Okay. I'll provide you another freebie. Okay. There are other places up, down, sideways within the space outside these worlds that are tricky to get to. Sometimes they're open, sometimes they're closed. Hmm. How one gets to them is uh, something of a trade secret, by and large. But I know some tricks. Sivu, the box, if you would. One of the valet uh, turns and opens uh, and places a small silver box on the table. Unkick, uh, well, silvery box. As he opens it, you can see uh, a thin line uh, around the outside of it before you get to the velvet-lined casing, which looks like the distinct sheen of lead. Mm. Um, inside, you see what appear to be a pair of compasses. One compass is pointing in a specific direction. Mm-hmm. The other compass appears to be pointing at the first compass. Interesting. And the broker reaches into his frock coat and produces a third compass, whose uh, whose uh, whose pin pin needle there we go is lazily spinning around. Puts it back in his. Uh, uh, he holds it in his hand for a moment, um, turning it around as he talks. The make of the compasses, by the way, are not like compasses you have seen in Jova. There is a 
you realize that parts of them are made from uh, mithril, mm. and there is a distinctly there is something in the design and aesthetic that reminds you of uh, of the of gigantic artifacts that you found in okay. the past. These are finders. There's a complex and overly grandiose, gigantic name for them, but what it says on the tip. How do they work, then? They are annoyingly used once, and you need a specific type of spell. specific one that is unfortunately di- impossible to replicate outside of the handful of gigantic scrolls that exist to cast it. So it's not something that someone could learn from looking at the scroll? Are you a wizard of skill unparalleled in this or any age? Possibly. No. Half you, of that, no. Are Some of type, that. Are you a wizard capable of learning spells such as were written down by the giants? Not on purpose, but by accident, possibly. Well, I can uh, read a bit of giants. How are you with advanced uh, wizardry, uh, wizard-based formulas? I've got a book of uh, spells. It looks like a colouring book. Do not be fooled, it is a colouring book. Um, but it's also magic. Sort of, a bit. Magic is definitely more... Um, or of that kind, certainly, is definitely more uh, uh, your area of expertise, Scamp. Yeah, but you did the reading of the words, because I'm not good at that. Yeah? I can read. It's, I'm specifically saying giant. I digging here. I do, yeah. I, f- I found a hole. I thought I'd no, make it bigger. please carry on. Regardless, <laughs> each of these can be set with the spell okay. to find one object or one location. And it won't just point there. Because oh. the problem we've been having with finding stuff is it just points up. And it's not actually that helpful, you know? Ah. You see, this is where things get a little more interesting. The shape of up, or left or right, is not constant. Sometimes, in order to travel up, you actually need to travel up for a bit, then left, then back, then right. Uh, You'll have noticed that like things were a little... Yeah. Yes, difficult getting here. Like when we went left four times and didn't end up in the same place. And then wandered back and forth around a fountain like fucking nutters for a couple of minutes. Yes. I enjoyed it. That was wrong, a lovely it was time. Weird. Yeah. The world doesn't quite work the way here that it did back home. Mm. These find the path. Right. Oh, I see. Problem is, you might need two of these. Why would we need two? One to find your way to whatever you're looking for. One to get back. As it so happens, I have 
two blank finders and one blank scroll. So I can help you with half of your problem, or a little more than half of that. And, of course, I do possess the curious little object you're looking for. Which brings me... clarify that. <clears throat> Small retcon. I do possess one blank finder and one blank scroll. Which brings me to the proposition. Puts away the lazily spinning finder in his hand. So he doesn't have two. Yes, he has one. Sorry, I've made a correction because this is an important thing. Yeah. Yep, fair. You'll see that there are two finders in this box. Yeah. Sifu, if you would uh, kindly take one out of the box and close it, the uh, uh, the valet takes picks up the uh, finder whose needle is pointing to the other compass and closes the box. The needle immediately changes directions and starts pointing in the direction that the first compass was, was pointing. Okay. You see, one of these finders, the one that Sifu is currently holding, is set to find other finders. That's very useful. Hmm. So, you can take that, should you accept the job offer I'm going to make to you. Ooh. And you and if there is another finder in the place I send you, you can use that to find it. And I find I'm using the word find a lot. <laughs> but I have found that finders and the scrolls to encode them tend to come hand in hand as a pair. Why not store them together? Makes sense. Yeah. Obviously, I keep mine in separate locations for insurance purposes. Yeah, well, that makes sense. But I suppose the, the giants were no fools. They um, they would have had to have um, been practical about this sort of thing. And I imagine they were a lot more common, so it's not such a big thing about the security. Practical stuff is more important. Quite so. Now, what is of interest to me? is that about two days ago, these, uh, see if back the back, open the box again, would you? He opens the box, places the, uh, the two compasses next to each other, which resume their previous focus. What I found of particular interest is two days ago, both of these compasses, which had not pointed in a clear direction for quite some time, both started pointing, which tells me that a path has opened up to somewhere with at least one more finder and the thing I'm looking for. What is it that you're looking for? If you agree to the following bargain, then I will tell you. 
I would like you to go somewhere. I do not know where. It will probably be dangerous. The finder will show you the way. I would like you to retrieve the object that that finder is pointing to and bring it back to me. In exchange for which, I will provide you with a blank finder and a scroll so that you may encode it to look for whatever it is you're trying to find that is up. And it will lead you the correct way to whatever uh, to reach that, even through the twisting veils of that of the void. What about the other thing that we need? I will also return to you the object you have lost, the uh, bone pyramid. The thing you're looking for that we would be fetching. What if it turned out to be the thing we're looking for? That's not likely to happen, is it? Well, that's why I'm going to be holding on to uh, your lost property until you get back. But I would be very surprised if you happen to be looking for the specific thing I'm looking for. It would be a bit of a coincidence, but you'd be amazed at the weird stuff that happens to us. Is it something you've been looking for for a while? Sometime. Probably I've heard heard rumours of it. Uh, I suspected it was out here somewhere, but none of my teams had found it. And you're, you're trusting us to do... Like, why? Yeah, I, I mean, it's big... The, the thing suddenly changed and two days ago, which is about when the thing arrived and we've come looking for it. I see why there's a linking up here, but it's still a big trust. Or a big gamble, I guess, maybe is the word. It is, which is why I like to reinforce my agreements with uh, the assistance of Nightwalker Magic. But, frankly, it comes down to information. You came here through an unstable path. Yeah. I imagine that path opened two days ago. Which means that right now, you are the only ones who know where that path is. Yeah. So, you are my best option. And it seems that you were resourceful enough to get to me in the first place, which suggests you have some skills about you. And furthermore, I have something, several somethings, that you want. Yeah, that's a very fair point. Um, and I am prepared to make a bargain to that effect. Um, will this thing hurt us at all? The thing you are seeking... Uh, for sh- you. Yes, mm-hmm. the thing you are seeking for me. Uh, in and of itself, uh, no, it should not hurt you in the slightest. Uh, I would not advise using it yourself. It would have, at best, no effect for you. Uh, and I could not predict if it would harm you if you did use it on yourself. Uh, but the object itself is an object. I have, I have no idea what guards or wards may surround it. 
or what condition its surroundings are in. I simply know that a way has been opened to it. Will the taking of it hurt anyone else? I've no fucking idea. Will you be using it to hurt someone else? No. Is it uh, another giant uh, artifact of some kind? Yes. Although I am beating to tire of 20 questions. It <laughs> is created... It was, We've I made believe, a lot of rubbish deals. It was, I believe, created by the giants back during the height of their society. And it is, for want of a better word, a medicine that cures a very specific condition. Okay. And that condition isn't being alive. This isn't like a poison situation. Yes. Poison's not hard to make. This would be a lot of Oh no, but that. I just wanted to check. Yeah, so We've had some bad deals. It's, that's a fair consideration. Um, I would probably just get someone to stab. Oh yeah, but sometimes you know, the, the, I just you know. Like, no, we've made is, some bad deals. This is not a poison. This is a medicine. It is an extremely rare and quite possibly unique medicine. Ooh, that's interesting. And therefore. Of sufficient value yeah. to trade you what you are looking for. Hmm. Okay. Do you have any idea, or where do you currently believe it to be? Uh, wherever the finder is pointing. If I knew where it was, I'd go and get it. Why don't you go and get it? Because I don't know how you got into the into the That's bazaar. Right. Otherwise, again, I would send my own people. And I would like to make the point that this is a time-limited offer, because once my people do find however it is you got in, your bargaining position gets a lot weaker. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, One condition. We're not followed. While While we're carrying out your mission. Yes, you're the broker. You have eyes everywhere. It's part of what a person in your position can do. It gives you a wry smile. You have done this before. Yes, Very well. Lots of times. I give my word that an while embarrassing you're... number of times. I give you my word that while you're carrying out this mission, I will not have you followed. Hmm. Oh, that's a fun wording about the mission being done and us being followed after. But yeah. Um, and I don't blame you for it at all. Well, I mean, then we're under no obligation to each other at all, so... Yeah. So, you'll go and retrieve this object for me, and I will return to you your lost property, your pyramid-type item, and furthermore, furnish you with a finder and a scroll to encode it. Mm-hmm. Oh, do we have an accord? Everybody feeling alright? Sounds reasonable to me. Mm. I should make all the more anxious about it, but yes, yeah. we have an accord. Good, good, good. Tahon, one of the um, these uh, the smoke, the sort of smoky-skinned uh, demonic figure in black armor steps forwards. You witness this? They nod. If you would care to uh, 
provide a... If you would care to provide a binding. They take a quill pen and proceed to carefully stamp themselves uh, in, <laughs> uh, in a soft, fleshy part of their sort of like in between thumb and fingers. And it comes out with a bright purple blood, a sort of uh, sparkling type of blood. Hag purple. Yeah, it's a similar vibe. Mm, interesting. Uh, Broker. Uh, and you notice, uh, and the uh, places it down on the sh- uh, uh, on the piece uh, uh, on the um, what's it called on the on the desk. There we go. <laughs> Place down on the desk, uh, and Sifu draws a piece of paper, writes with a separate pen out. The uh, the actually no takes up picks up pen, writes the wording of the agreement as stated onto it, passes pen, places pen and um, uh, and paper in front of the broker. The broker leans forward, picks up, uh, putting his uh, one arm forward, picks up the pen, writes on the paper, uh, using, using, using his forearm to conceal the exact uh, wording he's writing, and then proceeds, uh, and then, uh, taps the pen a little. He's covering his pin number, isn't he? <laughs> uh, and you do see as he puts the, plate, the pen, that the, puts the call back down in exactly the same position as before, lifts his arm, uh, on the paper, you can see there is written, you can see where he, where there is a splotch of, of ink, of carefully positioned ink, and then underneath it, the broker. As if he signed his name and then carefully blotted it out. Mm. <laughs> oh. But Sifu it still counts as signing. Yeah. Sifu turns the paper around and offers the uh, the purple uh, inked uh, pen to the three of you to sign. To the four of you, in fact. Sure. Okay. It is indeed the wording that he stated that you will uh, that uh, you will go for uh, forth and retrieve the uh, the named item with him in exchange for which uh, he will not follow you. Uh, he will not have you followed during these uh, uh, during your uh, carrying out of the mission, uh, and you will have returned to you the lost item uh, brackets the pyramid that you, uh, the pyramid shaped item you have lost close brackets uh, plus uh, further the broker will provision furnish you with the provision. Of a finding compass and a scroll with which to set it. Sorry, a blank finding compass and a scroll with which to set it. Victory picks up the pen, writes it, and sort of winces a little. Ah. I'll have a go. You write it and you feel like a sense of almost like the, the something landing on the back of your hand as you do so. Mm. Just like yeah. a sense of lacing. I'll sign this thing. Does this feel like when we signed the law? Pretty similar. In, yeah. In Porto Amasidio, yeah. right, yeah. As you sign it, okay, you are all now gashed. Yay! <laughs> okay. Right, the item I wish you to recover is a cure for vampirism. Ooh! A cure for that. All right. Oh yes. Right. Um. Is that 
This is not a too personal question. Is that for you? No. Okay. No, I am uh, regressively mortal. <laughs> You're looking very well on it. Thank you. I suppose uh, skin treatments and good cream. You also live in a place called Paradise, so yes, you probably eat advantages. really well. Yeah. Yes. You should try the He's peacock a vampire, when you Fascinating. Oh, they are real and uh, oh, oh, yeah, we know, we know, we know. We're aware. Really? We've met a few. Yeah. And live to tell the tale. Most interesting. I mean, actually, I haven't <laughs> met one. They just told me, like, as a fucking afterthought at one point on a really bad fucking day. I didn't need to know that vampires were real. They were just like, oh, by the way, fuck you and your trauma. Vampires are also real. I mean, there was a point where you did need to know that vampires were real because of other circumstances. And... Yeah. I didn't need to know right at that second. No, that was a little insensitive. I was very sorry about that. It was a bad day. It was a bad, bad day. Well, very interesting. However, our lives are really weird. I can tell you do seem to be cursed with interesting times. Yes. Oh, very much so. Well then, I believe that uh, concludes the pertinent part of our business. And uh, as a freebie, another freebie. Very generous with these freebies, thank you. Sufi, directions for them, would you? Sufi unfold produces a small card which you see uh, is as labelled the directions to leave paradise which you note are not the same directions you took to get here uh, of course <laughs> how do we get back to like tell I guess you'll know I remember you'll know um oh is us not having a ticket to see you going to be a problem darling because I remember that I see if you touch the card, you fold it over, and you see there is on the back a small golden ticket. Oh, thank you. you. Thank you. That'll be very helpful. Definitely. Don't want to get destroyed by your terrifying guards. Thank you. They do job their jobs quite well. Mm. Well, any provisions for the road? Um, I can't think of anything immediately. I'm totally going to nab another orange on my way out, if you don't mind. Oh, please do. They're really good. They are exceptional, aren't they? Mm. I've never figured out how to uh, change the climate in here, but fortunately I've never needed to. Mm. Do you have chocolate in this place? Well, it doesn't grow naturally in any of the five worlds, but sometimes, on the rare occasion, a path opens up, I get hold of some. Would you like a bowl of chocolate before we go? <laughs> For that, you may take as many oranges as you want. <laughs> I will leave a bowl of chocolate. This is a terrible exchange. <laughs> We're getting fruit in exchange for chocolate. Well, I have an orange in a while. Two. <laughs> ah, well, like a sort of hypothetical. What, well, like a sort of hypothetical chocolate orange? That seems weird. That doesn't seem right. Who would do such a strange thing? <laughs> I would. That sounds good. Just dip it in, see what happens. I'm doing that when you're in a bowl of chocolate. 
with my, you know, the hundred oranges I'm going to walk out with. <laughs> do you literally just get as many oranges? I, I don't walk out with them. I, I put a few in various pockets. Yeah, yeah I'll say you, you make off with a dozen. everything has pockets. I mean, you make off with a dozen, with a dozen fresh oranges. Well, you know, we don't know how long we're going to be in here, and Bell says we have to eat oranges or our teeth will fall out or whatever. So yeah. yeah I mean, in all seriousness, this is that's what's really scary. That is scary. Makes your teeth fall out now. Yeah. Yes. So I don't want my teeth to fall out. So oranges. Um, you are handed the you are handed the case with the two compasses, uh, and a final warning from the uh, broker. Just make sure to uh, if you're trying to find another of the finders, close the lead-lined case around the one that uh, looks for the that looks for that medicine. Otherwise, we're yeah. just gonna have a really short walk, aren't we? Really? Yeah. 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 They do interfere. How long do you think it would take us to notice we were just walking in a circle? Oh, so long. So much longer, <laughs> embarrassingly long. <laughs> I usually have a pretty good sense of direction when it comes to this. Oh, yeah, then no, we'd be fine. We've got cause of. Otherwise, we'd be going. Yeah, we'd somewhere. go around for yeah. ages. Yeah. You step, you are shown back via the orange ring uh, out oh. to paradise again. In fact, take your oranges and uh, make your way, unless you particularly want to investigate the rolling fields of paradise. Um, probably shouldn't. Not right now. You make your way out to the uh, back to the gateway, which op- the door guards open it up from the inside, and you will find yourself once again in the twisting streets of the Broken Bazaar. The uh, to cut a lot a, a, a fairly long bit of story short. As you make your way back out, you notice that the uh, compass does lead you that seem that the cut. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, do you take the compass out that uh, shows you the way to the medicine? Um, can Colson hold it in closed hands so he can see it with the palm of his hand? I mean, yes. yeah, I suppose you can, because you've got dark vision as well. So it doesn't really have to be, eyes. like, yeah. exposed, yeah, because Corson has eyes face. everywhere. Yeah, true, you can cover yeah, it in Yeah, I have eyes in the palms of my hands. So, Alright, yeah, 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 you do that. Um, which does mean that you can, like, you know, hold it to you and kind of follow it. Um, it does It does lead you as far as the seal works, but it does seem to get a bit confused about... That's... It doesn't lead you exactly to where, to where you came in. It seems that... Uh, that the, the, it gets a little fuzzy uh, in terms of exactly where your entrance was, mm. uh, which That's is a very smart idea, Scamp. This, uh, mm. uh, thank you. Yeah. Well done. Which is probably the reason yeah. why the, the the broker hasn't just used it to find your entrance yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Don't use a compass to find that, mate. <laughs> Some people do. Uh. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) nevertheless, you return. um, How, like, how do you want to make your way through the steelworks? Openly, quietly, quietly, if possible. One last last stealth check, then, please. Okay. Got my head up. Oh, Oh, that's that's good. That's twenty-three. Um, what is my bonfire? Uh, the stories I had the front tab open. Evidently, I've covered the hair well. I can't really 
anyway. Only a 13, but I don't make noise if that makes any mm-hmm. difference. That is a 22. Uh, counteracts the two that. Uh, that's enough to counteract the two that Victory rolled. Why? Uh, why? why? Oh, every time. Victory is just not stealthy. Look at us. Look at how are we stealthy up no all the time. No one sees me. You, you literally have stealth and Hansi. All of you have stealth and Hansi yeah, equipment. Except for Celestia, who is a reflector. Celestia. Uh, well, a man covered stealth, in eyes. Stealth harming equipment. And my menagerie. But, you know, at least a reversible pose. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way as far as you can tell, uh, stealthily and effectively, back to the tumble of just racks of steel equipment and through the crack in the wall, leading back out into the void. Consulting the concealed compass, you can see the lid, the, the arrow is pointing straight back along the steel spiderweb-like pathway towards the mansion. Mm. As you begin that journey, we... Let's have a short one today. We'll pick up uh, there with you as you seek... as you quest for the cure to vampirism (laughs) next time on Flintlocks and Fireballs. Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. Fair, well, fair and fair seas and natural twenties. <laughs> I've forgotten how to do the outro. Fair for now, fair seas and natural twenties. And the bizarre old things have price, even the path to paradise. I'll grant you back what you have lost. If you're prepared to pay my cost. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, We'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, So come and sail with us, my dear.